Episode 31 of Floating Through Film. This week we are delving into the realm of J-Horror for the first time. This we this definitely won't be our only time diving into this because I love I love J-Horror, Japanese horror for the uninitiated. But uh, <laughs> we are going to be talking about Takashi Miike's audition and Kiyoshi Kurosawa's pulse on today's episode, and we'll just dive right into audition. Released in 1999. Us? Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, we forgot about that. We, we I came in ready, dude. No, <laughs> these are my these are these are two. Because obviously, really you've been listening to the you don't know who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so uh, let me introduce my co- my co-hosts, Luke. Hi. And Danny. Hello. Okay, now we can get right into yeah. audition. Um, so you guys, what is your? So have you guys watched any Japanese horror before? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely have. And what eras? I mean, I watched Cure. Uh, I, 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 I watched Cure, too. I've, I've, see, I've seen some, like, uh, like 1960s, like, Current Echo I watched. Uh, I can't think of really any other. About... Like, uh, Onibaba, that's a ghost story kind yeah. of. Yeah, that's the same director. Same director, yeah. yeah. Um, and Mitsuguchi has a ghost story. Yeah, Mitsuguchi. Dude, I don't know if those count for it, though. They, they, they count as horror. Okay. They I count as horror. Yeah. That's why it's, it was a different era for it, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's why it's good. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Mitsuguchi, then. Have you, you seen more 90s yeah, have you seen Amy Yeke before? That's the I, I've, no, seen, I I've seen uh, The Happiness of the Catacurries, okay. but that's about it. Yeah, I told. I, I basically made you watch that book. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You it was, it was worthwhile. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely say Okay, so this, this is basically your guys' first entry into, like, at least 90s, late 90s, early 2000s J-horror. Basically. Other than Cure. I mean, Cure is not really... Specific. It's, it is horror, it's but horror. <laughs> it's also a lot more like cop procedural thriller too. But okay, we're nitpicking. But what do you guys think? I will about say though. Audition? Um, okay, for audition specifically, I really liked it. Okay. But um, just with J horror general, because I haven't seen that much, but already from what I've seen, it does feel like. I mean, you know, what this podcast we've talked about over and over again. Like we love movies where you can see the personality of the directors. And that's kind of one of my least favorite things about, you know, just a stereotypical horror movie you might see on a movie theater. Like, it usually just follows generic formulas for the most part, yeah. you know. And, and that's what people want to see. So it's like, and I, and I don't hate it. And sometimes you can do a really good job in that kind of formula. But I do like more movies where you can tell, like, the director's just making their own little decisions. Like, these movies feel very personal in their own way, you yes, know. Like, they, they don't are. feel like a generic, like, a horror movie where you would go into an American theater yeah. and expect, like, you know, either a slasher or a ghost or you know yeah, all the different yeah, genres in within horror in america you know it's, it feels like its own thing like especially pulse what we're gonna talk about after yeah, but yeah. definitely both of these movies but audition specifically yeah like i really liked it in short okay. <laughs> what about you luke um when i out when i when the credits ruled the first time or why i say the first time the, 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 <laughs> the time i watched it this week uh uh i, I was kind of unsure about it specifically because like the first like Maybe like was it hour of the movie or it's the first basically hour twenty. Yeah, of the movie's like it's 
you know, it's not really even a horror movie, you know. It's like a rom yeah, rom com yeah, basically. Basically. Um and then it kinda gets into the horror, but then I was kinda unsure if I really liked that, but then the more I thought <laughs> about it was is that it's just it, it does really set it up well because yeah. like, um, we're gonna talk about specifically like it it, it kind of gains sympathy for the you know the character that uh, inevitably turns out to be a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and it does it really well, and then it made the it 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 creates empathy for the characters, and then eventually it just like uh, breaks those you know breaks them. No, yeah. <laughs> it does. Literally. breaks your perspective yeah. on yes. them basically, and like uses that against have... you. And I think you're right. Like on the surface, describing this movie, it do, it is like almost a maybe not rom com. Like there's it's more just romantic. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then it turned. It's and that's on the surface, but really like there's a lot of clues we're gonna obviously go through while talking about the movie. Basically, there's a lot of clues. He's a terrible, per- not a terrible yes. guy, not no, an like, awful terrible yeah. guy, but he's a he's definitely like a, a sexist man in his fifties yes. that wants a woman not for her, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. Uh, and you know those are being planted. Obviously, we're gonna go through this. Like the movie's called Audition. Yes. You know it's very like. Uh, okay. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. About that. Definitely. Yeah. But, and that's kind of what uh, I like about this movie is you know just from lo- looking at the poster on Letterbox and knowing about the movie now, it gives away the, po- the poster is giving away the ending. Yes. Yeah. So it can't be about just reaching that point, right? It's a more about his almost fall to that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of what that's kind of what's scary about it, you know, because you're watching it and he's not even seeing it happening to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and we're gonna go through it, but kind of like his almost desperation to get out of loneliness and it makes him blind you know to actually what's going on it literally does I mean it's it's the classic saying love is literally blind yes I mean mean, the sun says that yeah the sun says that to him him. in a positive way yeah I actually wrote that in my notes (laughs) whenever that scene happened because the sun was like because the sun said make sure to bring her to me because I want to to make sure she's okay because love is blind you know but he was saying that in like a very chipper like positive way because he didn't think anything bad was going to happen obviously he was just kind of like that but I mean, we could just start getting just right into the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it opens with his with his wife dying, so like you get that just immediately. I mean, you see her yeah. dying, how that kind of just affects their family dynamic. Yeah. Um, it cuts to seven years later, and the and him and his son are fishing. You know? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a drive my drive my cars opening. You know? No, exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, okay. it's it's what Dan was saying. It's trying. It's like a, it's just a open romance drama at the very beginning you know? yeah um and then and he does try to just build that way because building a relationship between the son and the father is really kind of crucial to at least making you not hate this guy because as you get further into the movie you the, the stuff he does is not good obviously like like what he's doing is very creepy in its own right like this is this is one reason why i love this movie is because so many slasher movies you could see doing just an audition and then that guy being the killer of, like, the girl that's auditioning, you know? Like, you could do it, like, you would do it from the girl's perspective and, yeah. like, she's auditioning for a part yeah. and then, like, the guy chooses her and then, yeah. like, seduces her and basically just tries to kill her yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, on this one, it just flips it around and he's auditioning everyone. He wants to, he just wants to find someone. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, it goes to, I don't remember who said this exactly, but it said, like, everybody in Japan is lonely. Yes, uh, it's they're watching like some kind of edited footage or something. Yeah. I don't know what his job is exactly. I don't. They, they might say it. I kind of missed it. Yeah, I think he's, that's he's some kind of executive at some maybe video company or something. But they're watching some like concert where to them anyway the concert looks weird and dark and they're like only in Japan where everyone's lonely could be yeah. a concert like yeah. this basically. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and I mean just. I mean that scene feels like it could have been a pulse too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I mean both of them are definitely about loneliness. That's yeah. fine. And I mean. 
as I was saying to you guys before this podcast, a lot of early or like late '90s, early 2000s horror, but just like smart directors in general were making movies about how like the internet will drive us apart instead of bringing us together and we'll get more into that with polls but audition it has a lot of that in it too mm-hmm. because why why is everyone so so lonely in japan i don't know who knows you know yeah. and i mean you can say this about a lot of especially modernized countries like you're saying that have more uh, internet i mean not not only the internet but just modernized in general where people do feel like oh like even in america you hear people say people are lonelier now more than ever yeah. you know more disconnected like I think you can say that about a lot of countries, but Japan, obviously, they have their... They were even maybe more technologically as a, as a country, even more than America was. Well, you know, they were definitely progressing yeah. fast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, sure, yes, yes. Yes. And so, yeah, like you're saying, the country, directors in those countries, they were realizing what it was doing to their citizens. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I mean, it's just continued with Japan because their birth, their birth rate has declined so yeah. drastically since like, the, yeah. since, like, early 2000s. So. Japan as a country is a great case study. For it really is, honestly. <laughs> but uh, um, okay, after that, uh, but, uh, oh, uh, just uh, in the movie's sake, in terms of kind of just set, when I said about it, he kind of plants a seed of this guy's not a great character. Like uh, the end of this scene too, and you could say maybe it's more ju- just to set up that he's a bad guy. But there's like a little awkward scene where he stares at the uh, assistant um, in the elevator, and yeah. she tells him that he's getting married. She's getting married. Yeah. And you can. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to say you're probably supposed to tell there was some kind of history yeah, between them. Because she's the one that looks more like sad about it than he does, you know. Yeah. Like he's kind of just trying to get out of there. I mean, that obviously comes uh, at the very end when yes. he gets her and she comes back. But uh, you know, the, the seeds are there. I mean, the, he's planting it like this guy's not a good guy. Is. Yeah. You know, because like obviously, like well, I don't know because it's we had cut seven years, so I don't know if he was having this affair while he was still married, but it definitely is possible. Yeah, that's so, true. They never said. Yeah. Like... Um, yeah, they never say anything about that, but it's definitely possible because that that shit happens yeah. all the time. Um, but after that, we have the scene with him, like we with the elevator. But then he goes out with his with his friend to a bar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a bar. Yep. Um, yeah, But um, this is whenever they come up with the idea of like the perfect woman. How that's like a hilarious idea yeah. because it really is. But like, the like this is why I call it a rom com is because I think Takashi Miike understands how fucking ridiculous it is to have an audition for the perfect woman yeah. in the quotes. You know, like. Like, you're not going to find anyone that's perfect, even if you do an audition like this, you know? And he understands that. And I, that's just why I said it was kind of like a rom-com, because it is a comical... It's, oh, it's yeah. almost like a comical yeah. fall. And, that, and the way that audition like, scene is filmed, it's filmed like it was a rom-com. Yes, if it yes. Was a rom-com, I love yeah, the audition scene. The, 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 yeah. 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 the way it's cut, and it's yes. like how bright the scene is and everything. Yeah, yeah it's like... Definitely. I mean, it's more like... And this is kind of what I say when I say, like, uh, you can see the director's personality. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to follow a strict formula. Like, you can still have a horror movie... And still have a scene that's filmed like a rom com, and it, it still makes sense, yeah. you know. And you can yeah. still have a scene that's filmed just like a romantic drama, and it's still in a horror movie, right? It doesn't have to be one thing. And at the end of the day, it still is a horror movie, but like, it does have all these elements too. And I like, you could definitely make a case it's a rom com, you know, especially no, like yeah. if you, because you are kind of, I mean, once uh, horror movies do this where you're not really cheering for the ending per se, but you kind of are cheering for the ending, you know, in yeah. the context of the movie. Yes. You know, so if you're looking at it like that, it is kind of a. It's a happy ending, almost, you know? Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And if you do see it as that, it's more of a com- you know, rom com. Like, she's <laughs> yeah. definitely laughing at the end. Oh, like, she definitely yeah. is. Honestly, yeah, I, I was gonna hope to say, because I did not really understand what he was saying with the ending, but. I don't know either. Okay, we'll get, we'll, we'll yeah, get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get there. Get there. Um, but yeah, they're setting up an audition yeah. for, for, a, for a romance movie, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, because I think in this scene, he's like saying, like, how you can't shoot, how you can't, like, choose 
choose the girl you actually want for the part because you have to choose so you have to like she has to be someone that was like almost there yeah, but like yeah. didn't get it or something yeah, like that because because, because actresses yeah well because yeah. actresses can't be like they don't want to get married or something yeah, like yeah. that which is also sexist to me he knows that i'm pretty sure yeah but uh <laughs> and um, he says something like unhappy people can't act well uh, or can act well too which yes. that's gonna be a theme in the movie like obviously with her but yeah. Yeah. um yeah and then it starts it cuts to him at the house his his uh i'm, I'm just gonna call him his assistant i'm pretty sure it's his friend or his uh, like producer but at least in this is his assistant director because he's with him with he's with him in the auditions um but he's the one that sends him like so many pictures of women this this is whenever it's like at least to me the seeds of doubt aren't even like in my mind anymore like this guy is just kind of creepy because he's literally looking through hundreds of pictures of just women and putting putting aside pile i mean this and he's trying to say like this is how this is how this uh, that's what he's trying to say like this is what casting directors literally do And, like, this is how, like, Fellini literally did shit, you know? Like, just grab the best faces. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, wait, it's a little different. It's, yeah, it's a little different. Shot. <laughs> oh, is it, though? I don't know. I mean, I guess to make a movie, you have to do that. Like, you're you're looking through... Uh... Now, you're being derogatory, Blake. Yeah, yeah, damn. Come on, now. Stop it. I'm not being derogatory. <laughs> but... <laughs> Especially, it's different with Fellini, because he's looking for all types of faces from yeah, all types definitely. of people. Yeah, definitely. He's not, yeah. I mean, exactly. obviously, this one, he's just looking for an yeah. uh, attractive woman. Yeah, it's an attractive yeah, young yeah. woman. Exactly. Yeah. So he's just trying to more importantly, like when he does find the woman, like after you know he looks through the papers and for some reason he stops on this one, you know, and she. He well, he stops story. on it because he spills coffee on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he reads the story. And yeah. Everything. And like, I mean, it's really supposed to represent like, how could he really know her just from this paper anyway? But yeah. like, almost like he's desperate to, to find something, right? Uh, he's yes. getting blinded by. Yes, exactly. By the Even love, before he know. sees her in anything. Yes, and one reason why he's definitely bl- more so blinded by her than anyone else is because he she reminds him of his dead wife obviously because she's got the same or that that's literally what he wanted in like this audition was to find someone like his dead wife that was good in the arts or did ballet or something like that could play an instrument mm-hmm. be around for his son and stuff like that you know like that's what that's why i wanted this whole thing for which is it, it's replacing replacing a dead wife never goes well obviously <laughs> so, but um after this we get the scene of him meeting him and his, his son's girlfriend which is a oh, hilarious okay. scene like yeah. this is why this is why you can't fully hate the guy because yeah. he is a really good father yeah. like he is and you see that the entirety of the movie like he does love his son a lot and yeah. like and they have a mutual respect for each other yeah, yeah. honestly when uh, he initially called his dad in I thought the movie was gonna have the girl, like you know, the girl yeah. as his the girl. His oh girlfriend. yeah, okay. uh, 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 that's what I thought was about to happen. And then no, no, I was like, no, oh, never, no, never. <laughs> no, it's not that stupid. I just <laughs> had a feeling about that. But... I just had a feeling about that. <laughs> it was wrong. Um, but but then this the, but then the uh, the scenes of the actual audition start happening, and this is whenever like the editing just gets really cool. Yeah. But it really does show just how like creepy, and not like creepy, but just like. Literally the audition process and the, how it could be considered well, yeah. extremely creepy. It, 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 you know? showed, it, 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 it kind of so. showed his mindset too. You yeah, know? He, him basically speeding through all these other girls because he's well, just, he just wanted to get back to that one Yeah, because yeah, he's waiting for the main girl, for the girl obviously. But mm-hmm. the the more uh, interesting thing to me in this scene is the other guy. Because he's actually just enjoying it, like, you know, he maybe is, yeah. oh, yeah, that yeah. Yeah. this kind of stuff would do. He's right? just doing like, his job, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. but, like, the, the, the way they show him like, smiling, yeah. they just cut to him smiling, like, yeah. asking all these, like, weird questions <laughs> yes, that he wants honestly. to know. Dude, you know? there are so many weird yeah. questions that oh, they yeah. ask. Oh, I think yeah. I wrote I mean, down some. The, the best one I, because I, I wrote down one, because it was amazing. They, when they ask uh, one of uh, one of the girls, have you seen any Tarkovsky movies? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, my God, I forgot about that. 
forgot about that. That was great. But there's yeah, so there's many just like ones. I mean, there's just like so many inappropriate questions. Yeah, no. That's just oh, like exactly. exactly. That's just yeah. like you shouldn't and like you shouldn't and these are things like HIPAA violations now. You know, like you aren't allowed to like ask people these things in interviews nowadays. At least in America, I'm not sure how it is in Japan, but you're not allowed to ask people that stuff anymore. But uh, but I especially love the montages of the girls at the very or like the uh, just flash or like the it, it literally looked like Polaroid pictures of just all of them going through. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot. Um, I mean, that felt like a Fleeny scene, too. It okay, did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then they finally auditioned Yamazaki. <laughs> in, a, in what? They oh, finally they auditioned Yamazaki, yeah, yeah. the okay. very last one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is like, it's so awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's awkward, but he's just immediately, you know. Like, he yeah, literally, like, it's and like you can he tell just his, takes over. And yeah. you can tell his assistant director knows something's weird with this because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, okay, so this is the one, basically. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. like, well, at the very end, he, but like at the very beginning, because he, he hasn't asked any questions. That yes, exactly. Goes. This yeah, is the only one that he started that he's actually taken an interest in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and after that's over, the way, I just wrote down the way this motherfucker sits back in his chair as his friend tells him that he has, that he has a bad feeling about Yamazaki. He's just like sitting back in his chair like this, and I was like, oh my god, this fucking yeah. asshole! Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he just thinks he knows everything in the world right now. I mean, he kind of is right though. His friend was. No, he, his friend is yeah, right the entire yeah, yeah. time. He has a bad feeling about about her since from the very beginning. Yeah. Um. And he and one reason it gets confirmed why he had a bad feeling is because he did call her reference. Yes, yeah, so that's that. I mean, this is that's and that's what I was kind of saying. Like, um, it kind of feels like a horror movie the whole time, but it's you're watching the horrible thing that he doesn't know is happening. Yes. Because yeah. usually in a horror movie, like yes, we're ahead it, of him. Yes, sure. exactly. Yes. yes, and usually you're with the main character being scared for the most part you yeah. know in a horror movie and this one like you're way ahead of the main game yeah right because i mean the poster is giving away the ending so like especially like you know once once like once that uh friend says we try to find her we're not we couldn't find her references anywhere and he's yeah. like oh i don't care you know it's yeah. like at that point you just know he's like massive red flags yeah, like exactly. are popping up yeah, all yeah. around he's and he's just all ignoring those. all, yes, all the red flags, so... yeah. i mean that's what it's supposed to represent though right like um, love can blind you to red flags. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's so, yeah, literally like so many people get married, and then after yes, they get married yes. is whenever like they decide they they yeah. finally see the red flags, you know, like after that honeymoon period's over. They but, finally um, figure out that they're significant. There's a serial killer. A serial killer, yes. Normal thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but after the audition's over, he calls Yamazaki. Gross misuse of power, obviously. But honestly, she, like, this is where the movie's kind of, like, interesting, because she obviously has a plan to get him. Like, she's trapping him this entire time. Like, he thinks, yeah. he thinks he's trapping, like, this is, a, this is a, maybe not, like, he, he might not think he's trapping her, but that's essentially what the audition is, is, you know, he's trying to find a girl and trap her into, like, mm-hmm. being with him. But, um, and the whole time, yeah, like you said, we just, we just know she's the one actually doing the trapping. But um, his friend did call the reference, as I said. He's been missing for 18 months. <laughs> so, big, big red flag. Um, he, does our main character care? No. He goes, out, he goes out to dinner with Yamazaki. And this is whenever... I don't know, like, kind of exactly what happens in these scenes. Because, like, he's with her in, like, a, like a cafe bar type thing. And they'll, like, cut to, like, fine dining restaurants, you know, like... Do you guys remember these scenes that I'm talking about? I remember them eating at a fine dine. Yeah, because oh, like yes, it's because yes. it's like they're yes. at a bar okay, and then yes. they're still talking yes. and on the same no. conversation it cuts uh, to another place, no, like another I mean, fine uh, dining place. Because no, because I, I I remember thinking for some, this scene is significant for some reason because like yeah they're talking because she calls her like for, he calls her yes for a while and she like you know gets excited but this is the first time we see her answer the phone with the body bag moving yeah so yes. like 
we know like at this point something's up yeah well i mean obviously yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i've been saying like basically we know the whole time but like this he's is starting, the movie is supposed to starting to show us. Yeah, this more, was the more. first physical episode. Yeah, yeah. And because so, yeah, and then she walks towards him, and they're having that conversation, that kind of like beaten down looking uh, cafe thing, and the camera like flips one eighty, like you know, so it basically breaks like you know that one eighty degree rule. Yeah. You know, right? So it films them <clears throat> from the opposite side. Yeah. And that's how you basically know like, and this because uh, you basically know he's going into the dream or movie. You know, yeah. basically like at okay. this point he's into a trap because. Yes. It cuts to that, and then like like saying it starts shooting shooting more like movie like scenes. Yeah. Where like okay. they're straight up, there's like colors behind them, and like the whole time they haven't had shots like this. And so like basically, I think he does this because when he comes back to this, like yeah. remember he when does he does come back to yes, because yeah. remember when he collapses at the end in his yeah. house. Yeah. These yeah. are the scenes. This is the, these are the scenes yes. he comes back to. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's why he's doing it. He's trying to point out like this is this is an important scene. Like you, you he wants your brain to remember it for when he comes back to it later on. Yeah, and I it's just it's just kinda weird the way he does it almost. I don't know. It's it's an interesting way he does it yeah. because they are having the same conversation and maybe it's just playing out over 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 time or something is what it's yeah. supposed to say. Like showing like it's showing like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. and they're still talking about the same stuff and stuff like that. I don't know. But um yeah, that is interesting. Like, I don't know. I, does that actually happen? That time happen in the movie? Does that happen in his head? Yeah, exactly. You know? like, like, I'm just not. I'm I, just, I like your explanation. No, like, that's when the movie, like, he. Because he so why, like, what? Because and there's a few different scenes like this. Like, you know, um, we can just talk about them now. Like, you know, the scene where he basically gets to have sex with her for the first time yeah. in yeah. that really blue room. Yes. You know, yeah. and the first time he wakes up, she's not there, and this is when he goes on his little journey. But then he comes back. That later, that scene comes back. He wakes up, and she's there. Yep. Like, right after he's getting his leg cut off and stuff. So there's yeah. a lot of, like, different time jumping where you can't tell, like... The first time you watched it, you thought it was a real scene. But then yeah. when he cuts back to it, like, is he cutting back to a dream? You know, like, yeah. because the scene slight changes slightly. Like, I mean, I was... We're, I guess we kind of jumped ahead. Cause, but we did jump make, ahead just a little bit. Uh, Not too far. Because no. we are getting we are getting towards the more movie... Or more, more movie-like stuff. More horror movie-like stuff, at least. Yeah. But. but I'm more talking about just, like... What do these time jumps even represent? Because they yes, happen, like, like I'm not sure what they represent either. Like that's why I brought the why why I wanted to bring it up because I was like confused myself. We'll get, maybe when we get back to the later scenes, we'll kind of we'll figure it out maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll keep on going yeah, because we'll yeah, on. we get the right first now, scene. Because all these scenes we've seen feel like they happen in real time, even yes. if, like you're saying they're filmed like a you know more like a dream or something. Yes. Or like they're filmed differently. They film they're filmed weird. But they're supposed to represent like oh they they started dating more you know they're becoming closer. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it's supposed yeah. to represent. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yeah, we got the Yamazaki scene with her just staring at the phone with the oh, bundle. I, I just call it the bundle in the, in the background oh, because man. I just that's just what yeah. that's just what just what comes to mind. Oh, but uh, this, then we get the second scene of her staring at because the bundle doesn't move the first time that you see it. it's just a bundle there in the background. Oh, no, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, yeah. because then we get the second scene of her being creepy and like it's like almost like she's like psychically calling him, you know, or like psychically forcing him to make to like call her. He's just he just she's just like patiently waiting forever for yes, his call. Yes, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um. And this is whenever the bundle moves for the first time. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. And it's just. So creepy. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, oh. Yes, you don't really <laughs> yeah, expect yeah, it. I mean, the bundle, it looks creepy. It, or it just looks It looks out of place, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I don't think I even saw it in the background. When oh, I was did you not? It. Yeah, oh, I, saw it. I noticed, I noticed it. it. I noticed, I noticed it. immediately whenever I first watched it because it just looks out of place in the house. Yeah. And, but you don't really think anything of it. She is being really creepy while, but like, so you're getting like really creepy vibes just uh, in well, general, but. Maybe this girl's just crazy. You know? Exactly. Well, I just, <laughs> she still is, but you know, like. Yeah. Because like, this is after the bundle is whenever we talk about like the scenes of like the dinner scenes and cutting from and cutting in between and all that 
and this is like where they're telling each other their feelings and stuff like that so maybe that is just what it's supposed to represent just like over time they're like growing closer mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that and that is like the important moments to him in their relationship that he cuts back to whenever he smacks when he, his head when down. he smacks his head and also gives his foot cut <laughs> yes yeah. yes <clears throat> um <clears throat> He tells his son he is thinking about proposing to her after those scenes. Okay, yeah. Which, and this is the scene that we were talking about earlier, where his son says, "Before you propose, make sure make sure you let me meet her." He says it in like a really happy way. Yeah, he's yeah. he's happy this whole time. Like it's huh. it's why it's <laughs> like, like his son is such a it's such an important character into making the dad not a creep. Yeah, yeah. If, he really is because like the son is so happy for his dad that he's yeah. at least trying again. You're like, okay, this kid at least really likes his dad. He can't be a yeah. Dad well, it's like it's like his. They've been they've been seven years without his mom, yeah. and you can tell the kid wants his dad to be happy. Again. I mean, he's the one that tells him he should get married. Yes, exactly. Like yeah, yeah, at the very beginning, yeah. he tells him he tells his dad he needs to get married. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's just a very important character. I, I honestly love the son character. And really, I didn't really even realize that his son says to his father uh, in the scene, "The let me meet her first or something. Yeah. Because uh, I guess the first time he actually meets her is the final scene, right? Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Like he actually sees her true colors like <laughs> yeah. when they first meet. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Um, but this is the next scene that we were talking about, the sex scene. They go away for the weekend, you know, and this is whenever the sex scene first happens. Um, really I mean, because this is where, because this is, because he, he doesn't meet her, because this is where she disappears, right? Yeah. And he's kind of on his own for a yeah. little bit in the movie after this. If I'm yes. not wrong. Yes. Right? Because this is where he goes and tries to find her and stuff. Yeah. Because she's gone. Because I think you said earlier that, uh, whenever he wakes up, She's gone. Yes, she's yes, gone, and he's she scared. Is. And he's like, he's like, you know, where did she go and everything? Yeah. And this is when he, because yeah, remember that there's a huge scene where he has to, he goes to ask his friend like, can you help me find her and stuff? And this is where he starts yelling at his friend. Well, yeah, because that's, a, that's well, the next scene after. Well, that, the first, so. well, at first, the sex scene itself is just really, it is really creepy. Yeah. Because she's just like, love no one else but me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and at first, if you're a father, you're like, I will obviously love no one else but you, my wife. If I if you, if I marry you, but he's thinking like she's not thinking love only me and not anyone else yes. like including your son. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Like he's not thinking that crazy, yes. but the way she says it, you we are thinking that. Yeah. Like like once again we're ahead of him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes to the ballet studio after hearing that, like after talking to his friend and his friend telling him again not to like do anything basically. Yeah. But he goes. And this to is the, a because just a little quick moment when he's talking to his friend. And because, like, you know, I have, I said previously when he's talking to his friend, and we noticed the sign where he's, like, he's just ignoring all signs. His friend tells him that there's yeah. no evidence of her, and we can't find anything about her. And he's like, oh, I don't care, you know, it's yeah. love and everything. It's and this love. one, because uh, he's yelling at his friend, and he, and he just basically said, he, like, yells at his friend, are you saying I'm a pathetic, lonely, middle-aged man? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's, like, a classic scene of, uh, he's basically saying what he knows deep down. Yes. You know, like, he knows, like. Because in the movie's context, it's obviously, like, he's in love with her, but, you know, she's an evil character, and he's trying to find her for the movie's sake. But in, like, a real-life scenario, like, almost the desperation he's showing and trying to find her, like, he is kind of a pathetic, lo- of lonely, uh, oh, middle-aged yeah. man, right? Yeah. Like, and he kind of knows that deep down, but he still keeps going ahead, and, like, it's like, this thing, that kind of line almost represents, like, he knows it deep down, yeah. right? But, yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, because after that he goes to the he he, he continues looking to her he continues looking for her. he goes to the Shimada like uh, ballet studio where that's her uncle uncle Shimada playing in there on the piano 
because we get the like really creepy scenes of, or flashbacks because also in the sex scene what we didn't say what we didn't show was like she did have two burn marks on her oh yeah thigh and this is where that comes into play mm-hmm. showing the abuse that she received as a as a child and how like how people don't just turn out this way obviously like yeah. you like monsters are made you know it, they aren't, they aren't it, really it shows that she's been mistreated by all men in her life yes. like and it's it's a cycle that's continuing with the guy where the main character was seeing. Yeah, and you can tell that the reason she has a fascination with cutting off limbs is because her uncle was um, handicapped. Yeah. Because yeah. in that same scene you see on the wheelchair, like his feet are like on those planks, and he's a handicapped man. Um, yeah. After that scene, he goes to the nightclub um, that she said that she worked at. Like that was one of her references. Yeah. She says that she worked fish. at that nightclub. Yeah, the stonefish. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the weird scene where, like, it's like a slanted building. Yes, no, yeah. it's it's filmed awesome, honestly, yeah, because like the just the camera shot of like just up in the corner. It's a tight, the like, it's a very hallway, tight, like... very tight shot, and it's really it's just, it's a really cool scene. But the tenant there, or but like one of the tenants there, said the owner is like dying like a grisly murder, and this guy still thinks it's fine to go, you know? I mean, because remember what he said? This is where we see the three fingers, the extra ear, and, and the tongue. tongue. And, and like, when he says like, it, yeah, then when they actually show it, oh, it's so It's funny. so good. It's, it's like so almost good. cheesy, but it's still kind of creepy, too. But I, oh, it's creepy. The, oh, it's supposed to be funny. Moves, I laughed it's, a little bit. Oh, there. no, it's, yeah, you're supposed definitely. to. You're when supposed the tongue to. moves, especially. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie's definitely has dark humor in it. Oh, oh yes. No, that's why it's a funny movie, for sure. But that's just Mike. Yes, oh, definitely. It's definitely Mike style. Oh, you guys need to watch Gozu. But, um... Richie knows about it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, after that we get the uh, creepy first person scene. This is whenever we know the shits like really start to about to start happening because we get that creepy first person scene of just someone running into the house, um, pouring something into his drink, and then we see the dog walk in. You know, um, he just like runs in, and then all we see is the passage of time. We because he stays on that one shot after the dog runs out of the room. And we just see the passage of time. Yeah. Like, just it goes dark in the house, and then he walks in. Oh, yeah. And that's how you know, like, the dog first off, yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we see him later, so. Yeah, yeah. No, that was but, a, that's a, yeah. But, yeah, so this is whenever shit's really about to go down. Because um, yeah. you're almost like, because when this scene, because this, I think this scene starts with his son leaving the voice message of, like, yes. I'm staying at a friend's house. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, thank God, you know, like, at least when the, all this bad stuff is happening at first, you're like, oh, thank God, the friend, you know, at least the son's at the friend's house. Yes. And almost seems like a classic, like, you got a classic uh, movie thing, you would write in the script so you can keep the son away. Yes, yeah, so but he then, doesn't get killed too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll get to that. No, no, um, but he gets in the house, obviously, he doesn't think anything's wrong because she's done a very good job of not messing anything up. And he takes a sip of water. He gets figures out it's drugged <laughs> because this is whenever the scene happens where he falls over, smacks his head on the ground, just goes like back into like basically reminiscing about their time together, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. and like kind of how it led up to that point almost. I don't know. Or like maybe maybe it's trying to say like all the red flags he missed. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Like, is this where he cuts back know. to the dinner scene? Yeah, th- this is whenever okay. he cuts back to the dinner scenes and stuff. Because yes. he, like, falls on the... Yeah. Fla- yeah. Like, yeah. I wrote he falls on the ground, cuts to a flashback of him and her back Maybe it's just... Maybe it's, like, like still showing it's like, he's still, like, obsessed with her. And I'm, like, well, yeah, so because... Well, actually... Well, I actually did write my notes that this is the scene where, um, in the cafe, she is, like, talking more so about the abuse she's suffered as, like, from men... From okay. all the men in her life. So, like, okay. maybe that's what he's... Like, maybe that's what me is trying to say. He's remembering or something. Like, he's remembering, like, this is, like... 
like all the red flags are starting to come back, and okay. it's like um, he's I don't know maybe he's, maybe that's what he's trying the to say. Ignored yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, um, but it ends with his dead wife telling her not to marry the girl. Yeah, if yeah. you guys remember that. No, I remember that. that dream yeah, because they're at the dinner table and he looks over and she's at the next yeah, she's at the dinner table yeah. right next to him. And she tells him not to marry her. And then, like, she appears multiple times after that, telling, like, in the dream, telling the girl not to, like, hurt him, basically. Yeah. Not to hurt not to hurt her husband. Um, and I just wrote, after that, 30 minutes of pure horror starts here. <laughs> um, um, because after this, we have him hallucinating about all the people he's ever been with and lusted over. Because yeah. this is whenever that girl from the, uh, the elevator comes back, yeah. yeah. And we get confirmed that he had an affair with her yeah. at some point. Maybe, well, maybe not an affair. Maybe they just had had, had sex after his wife died or something. Yeah, but yeah. you have you never know. But after he's like, see, this is what's so weird because like this is whenever the movie does get extremely weird because we've we've seen that he's hit his head, and then it cuts to like all this dinner stuff, and then it cuts to him in her house, and him tripping over the bundle. And oh, then the yeah. bundle opening up, and then, oh, and like man. her making that. Oh, it's so gross! Like yeah. all that stuff is just so <laughs> gross. Oh, yeah. um, With that guy coming out and everything. Yeah, oh. well, because the guy comes out because like after this, the hallucinations start coming like really fast. Um, because like uh, yeah, we see her cutting her uncle's head off with the piano wire, and yes. then like. Uh, after all that shit's done with like her feeding the feeding the because uh, that the person in the bundle is the uh, record that guy from Ace Records that was her reference that was oh, missing yeah, for eighteen yeah, months yeah. at least that's who I think it is okay that because be it would make sense because he's just been missing mm-hmm. and she he's he 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 at least seems like a similar type of guy to what our main character okay, is you yeah, know like definitely. someone that would try to take advantage of someone like this basically maybe she, he was trying to get her in the music industry exactly so like that's that. that's at least what I think of okay, and so like she's basically sense. she's yeah. basically like. Instead of what they're trying to do and like getting her to marry like them, basically she's basically forcing them to stay with her by um, making them literally rely on her for everything. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. um, but after this, we like after after she gets her head, her uncle's head off with the piano piano wire, we cut back to reality. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> and this is just the needles, uh, the needles, yeah, needles, yeah. needles yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, oh that's honestly the creepiest part. Yeah, oh, it's so creepy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh, well, it just man. just her like how she's so calm, how calm yeah. she is during this yes. all is yeah. just. And she enjoys everything because she she tells him like, and this is how you know she enjoys it because she tells him that she's given him a drug to make all to make like his nerves like feel pain so much more like viscerally basically. He can't move, um, but he can. Yeah, move yeah. well, yeah, he's yeah. he's paralyzed, but his nerves are yeah, like more still, like yeah, he but... his nerves are like well, it's like more receptive. That yeah. is, I think, like the thing. Um, yeah, because she just starts putting those needles all on his body. Slides uh, up the body, <laughs> like this is a this is a very much like a sex scene almost. Yeah. Okay, because she's awesome. on top of him, like she's literally riding him as she's putting the uh, needles in, um, in his chest, and then she rides up his body yeah. and starts putting them onto his face and on his eyes, on his eyes, and then she just like starts flipping it, flipping oh, yeah. it, and then she's like, <laughs> dude, because at this point, like, yes, this director is a creepy dude that shouldn't have done this, but. I don't know. Like at some point, are you with the girl? At some point, I don't honestly, know. Good, well, like, good, good for her. Good honestly, for her. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. Um, she has a point. <laughs> she does have a point, though. That's the thing. Like she definitely. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Um, no, I mean that's the thing. She has a point if you're willing to watch, understand that this is still a movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. a that's the point that I mean, Takashi Miike has done like by. You know, there's certain points where he still has kind of said this is still a movie. You know, yes, like, yes, for like sure. Like you said, we point out that he uses different genres almost to kind of get you out of it a little bit. Yeah. Not too much, but just a little bit. Like that's why the scene, 
that's kind of why I like this ending, you know, right? It's not, it's, like, her laughing about it is to almost a, make you not take it as seriously as you would if it was, like, just straight up, she was, like, you know, just going off, killing them, and, like, yeah. she's like you know, like, blood stuff, was getting yeah. everywhere and stuff. I mean, blood does get blood everywhere, does get but, like, yeah. she's underselling it almost, you know what I mean? Where it's not yeah. almost, like, heightened. She's not acting out of rage. Yes, like, exactly, yeah. yes, yes. No, yeah, everything's very deliberate and thought out, obviously. Yeah. Like, she is literally a serial killer, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, because uh, she says a really important line, or something similar to, like, because uh, this is where she tells him, like, you, even when you say that I'm, you're only for me, yeah. you, I know you have other people, obviously references yeah. the son, but even other and, people. And the dead wife. Yeah, the yeah. wife, yes. The son, exactly. the dead yes. wife, yes. and then, like, after, I'm pretty, well, because as she's cutting off um, one of his feet, his son walks in. <laughs> Yeah. And this is whenever you actually get scared because the son's done absolutely nothing and he doesn't know anything that's going on here. Like yeah. he's he's literally like he is so far behind us. Oh, yeah. Like he doesn't know what's about to happen. Yeah, and like in the way that and honestly this is an amazing sh- the way he shoots uh the son coming to the house cuz the whole time we've been in the house. Yes. And then he cuts to one shot at the outside uh, like from the window. Like it like he cuts to a shot where it looks like someone's looking through a window. Yeah. And then she's kind of just cutting his leg off. She throws his foot at the window yes. and yeah, then, yeah. Like, the blood gets everywhere and then he cuts back inside and then you hear the dad I'm home because like when he cuts to the window you think like at least I thought anyway oh shit someone's outside like seeing this happen and then he cuts back inside and then I'm like okay is, is it, was there someone outside you know and then you hear the dad I'm home yeah. Oh, yeah. so you know someone's outside but they didn't see that because if he yeah. saw that he yeah. wouldn't do that so it's almost like you get both like yeah, yeah. no yeah because I didn't whenever I saw that I didn't think of it as someone looking inside I just thought of it like she didn't care because like oh, she, yeah. she well more like more so like she's done her planning. And it seems so like her most careless no moment too. Yeah, like, it definitely like, is for sure. Because she throws, a, I mean, a foot through a window. Like you would think she would cover the window before she did that. You know, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, you definitely would think. Yeah, you definitely would think she would cover up all the windows yeah, exactly. before killing yeah, someone, yeah. but or like cutting someone's foot yeah. off. But um, yeah, because after this we just get uh, the girl just trying to basically trying to kill him too. Yeah. Um, it doesn't go well for her, thank God. No, <laughs> but uh, she has like this weird spray. I think it was like this weird spray that's supposed yeah. to make him like knock him out or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, this, yeah. I, th- I, I thought know. it was pepper spray at first, but like, I don't know. Definitely not. Yeah, it wasn't pepper spray. <laughs> but uh, the sun saves the day, kicks her off the stairs, she yeah, breaks yeah. her neck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now everyone's literally everyone's like, um, he calls. They call the cops and all that. They come, but um, I just wrote down that's kind of about the pain inflicted on others, obviously. But also about how, like, empty words do literally nothing to, like, help someone's pain. Because, like, he's trying to say, like, all the right things to her to make her feel better throughout the movie. Like, especially, like, in those scenes in the cafe and stuff. This is, I'm glad I wrote this down because this made me remember it. Because he's trying to tell her, like, she's done nothing wrong in her life, basically. And how, like, he's trying to tell her, like, you can still find happiness and love and all that stuff. And, like, in, like, these, uh, in in these things. And she obviously isn't thinking that at all. And, like, it just, at least to me, it goes to show, like, if someone's, like, that depressed, or, like, some, or if they're, like, a situation, like, in a mindset mindset like that, mm-hmm. saying these words can be more hurtful than, like, just saying nothing at all. Yeah. You know, because, like, you you might think you're helping, but you're really not helping, mm-hmm. their, helping them through their pain. Especially since, I don't know if it's kind of said this way, and maybe you might get disagree, but I don't think he really ever tries to truly get to know her. I don't think like, so. I don't think truly. At least, especially but... for her past abuses, because she the way she kind of makes it sound like obviously, because um, she when she's like uh, yelling, basically not not yelling, but telling him why she's doing all this, and he tells her like you just wanted me for sex, you know, like, yeah. just like yeah. I mean you obviously were doing this audition just to find women kind of thing, like you never really wanted me, for, yeah. you know who I was, and that's the thing. It's like both characters 
are like so uh, kind of wrong in a way. Like you don't know yeah. who's telling the truth almost fully. Yeah. Because in hers is more understandable in the movie's context because you know we have got her background of being abused. You know seriously, right? So we kind of know like she's not she can't handle relationships like you're saying this yes. whole time. Like she can't handle relationships the normal way. Yeah. Right. Like, um, but what I'm saying is he doesn't really ever try to get that side of note. That's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that guy, and I don't know why I don't know why I made this connection or like its connection, but Knights Kaviria, the guy that doesn't want to find out she's a prostitute, you know, he doesn't oh, yes. doesn't want yes, to dig like into that. their life, yes. you know, like yeah, because he has this remember like he's when he's telling his friend like what he wants in a woman, yeah, and why they're casting, right? They're looking for certain features in a woman, yes. So they don't, he doesn't actually want to know what uh, she truly is. She he just wants to put these features. He wants her to be the what that, he wants. Yes, literally. exactly. And whatever she put on a you know a one page essay, he's like, okay, that's what she is. Right? Yeah. yeah. And really, like obviously, what well, we've got yes, in the movie, that's obviously what it's not. Really <laughs> not yeah. Um, but that's yeah. the end of the movie. Wait, yeah, yeah. did we talk about when the uh, doesn't it end with them him taking it back to the resort or whatever, and she wakes up and she's next to it, right? Did we talk about that? Because that was at the end, right? He wakes up and she's next. Like he wakes back in the earlier scene and then she's next to him. Am I? I don't think so. No, uh, we didn't miss that scene because that was in the flashbacks. That was in the oh, flashbacks yeah. they had. Yeah. As, as that's he not was the last. Like, oh, I thought that was yeah. the last. No, that's not the last. The, okay. the, well, the little last shot is her as a girl like dancing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, that's the last shot. That ballet again. Yeah. But they're just talking like they're both basically dead, like talking to each other kind of or something. Yeah. Well, because she's just like looking at him with yeah, like that yeah. broken neck, and I think she just like smiles and then she says something. I don't care. Okay. I didn't write down what she says. I should. I should. Uh, did she even say Gosh, anything? Blake. Actually, she might not have been. A- I don't think she was able to say anything because she had a broken neck. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, that would make things hard. You know? <laughs> that would make voice hard, on but... the soundtrack, maybe. Yes, I think there's a voice. No, on the it's the it's the uh, voice of when she he calls her. The first time after you think uh, they haven't talked yes, in a few yeah, days, yeah, yeah. and she's waiting. It's basically her first, his first call to her. Yeah. He says something like, uh, "I didn't think you." She says, "I didn't think you'd see me again. I'm glad you called." Yeah. That, I think that plays on the soundtrack yeah, while they're talking. Yeah. So, basically, kind of the start of the relationship. Almost. Yeah. Basically, just like putting up the one that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, how it started. Awesome. Um. No. Yeah. That wasn't the last thing. Okay. I'm pretty sure. That was. That was. In, that was in one of the flashback scenes okay. where he woke up next to her in the in the bed again. Gotcha. Um. Okay. But that, that's the end of audition. I'm glad you guys liked it. I was that was the one I was worried about. I thought you guys would like polls. Um yeah. but I, I didn't know if you guys would like the ending of audition at least. No, no. But I'm glad you guys did. Yeah. Oh yeah, honestly it's the best part of the movie to be honest. Oh definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's well, it, it earns ending it, it earns yeah, it for sure, yeah. Um but yeah, we can just get it right into Kiyoshi Kurosawa's pulse from two thousand one. This movie is basically about how the internet as well just causes loneliness and yeah yeah um, it, honestly, it honestly doesn't have much plot to it from what I from what I was watching it like I didn't see the much plot it's almost it. just watching these yeah. characters descend into that, that, that's, yeah, that's basically you're how you're trying I to it. find the plot like oh okay like yeah. in a typical movie you might think like oh these uh, these characters that are trying to find the truth they're the ones that are going to save the characters maybe get that guy out of the internet or something yeah. Yeah. but obviously that's not what's gonna, what's what happens yeah. in the movie. No, it's yeah. not at all. And before we get dive right into the movie, you guys both have seen Cure, I'm pretty sure. Have mm-hmm. you guys seen any other Kurosawa movies? I don't Kurosawa think so. Movies? No, 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 no. The other Kurosawa? No, no yeah, the other yeah. Kurosawa. Um, no, well, he's know. definitely worth watching if you guys haven't no, before. Because he, yeah. he, he's a very thought, he is a, he is a very thought-provoking director as well. Yeah. And this is why I like He passes the poster test on Letterboxd. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, his posters are yeah. amazing. And he, he's just so good at creating great atmosphere. Yes, like, that's his he, best. That's his best feature. And like, the thing about Pulse that is so much better than like modern horror, just any any like of the horror kind of stuff we get nowadays. It's like it doesn't 
it doesn't rely at all on jump scares. It's literally all oh, atmosphere. Yeah. Mm. That's why I'll just get this out yeah. of the way now. I fucking hate Amazon because because <laughs> uh, they like don't do not watch this on Amazon. They literally take they it's literally on Prime, yeah on Prime Amazon Prime. Yeah, well, I think I don't know. This might have been the Shutter one too. I think it's on Shutter too. I doubt Shutter would do this, but um, <laughs> um, they literally took away all the shadows in this movie. It was ridiculous. They t- it it, uh, it was it was terrible. Yeah. We'll get into that later on. Whatever. The best, like, the best part of the movie. They literally it, it literally ruins some of the best parts of the movie. It's still creepy, but it's not nearly as effective because Pulse is one of the most effective like horror movies I've ever seen. Definitely, it's one of the scariest yeah, horror movies I've honestly, ever seen, yeah. and it definitely holds up on a rewatch too. Um, but let's just get right into it because it opens with the girl. Um, what was her name? Michi. I think that's her name. The man, Michi, our, Michi. our main girl that doesn't that Michi. is that's, that is with us basically throughout the whole yeah, movie, Michi, Michi, Michi. or one of the stories we're following. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's calling Taguchi, who is the who is a person they gave a disc to because they're like a company that I don't know needs something done with this mm-hmm. disc and they need it by tomorrow. And she thinks something's wrong because he doesn't like miss deadlines or anything like yeah. that. So she goes to check on him. And this is whenever the like the scenes in this are so creepy because you don't know. I like at least whenever she first walks into the house, like she first walks into Taguchi's house, she's just like looking around at first. Yeah. There's those plastic coverings over everything, yeah. and then you just see someone stand up in the background slowly. Oh, man. And then you, it's Taguchi, you know. You don't think anything's yeah. wrong, and. Um, just what he does at the very end of that scene is amazing because she's just talking to him like yeah. he's there, yeah, and we yeah. think he's real. Yeah, we yeah. think he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see later, he's not alive. <laughs> this dude had yeah. hung himself a oh, long time ago, geez. and that shot of him of him just hanging there like it still sends it sends yeah. chills up my spine because it's just That's like cut, well, it's just like everything like it's not jump scares. It's just like sh- like these images that you don't expect to see. Yeah. You know, like, well, and they're and they're like, they're like images that are making your imagination get really involved. Yes, you yeah. know, like yes, like just shadows, shadows yes. and dark room yeah. everywhere around yeah. this movie. Just like make, he's literally trying to get you to peer through the shadows, and then he'll show you something. Yeah, yeah. and this and, and yeah. this this uh, because this movie is two parallel stories basically. Yes, it is. but uh, until they of course merge together. Yeah. But uh, this specific storyline has probably the creepiest shot, scariest shot in the movie, in my opinion. Of uh. The still image of the computer when it uh, shows like loops mm. around, like, and you see the face, like, uh, yeah, on the, the side. face on the screen. Like, the computer, yeah, yeah. the computer in the uh, on the screen is showing the same image. It's showing right? the same yeah. image. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just, uh, it, 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 it just, it not only scares me, it just fills me with like existential dread, you know? Like, yes, dude. Oh my god. No, I love that. I like this is this is like when you like, this is the movie that you're getting into, and I love how he like doesn't. He doesn't really take his time. Just like he just dives right in. Oh, yeah. I mean, like we, we got like two different movies. Yeah. Like audition literally takes like literally an hour and a half to get yeah. going. And it kind of reminds me of the thing, but, uh, the thing where it doesn't overexplain. It doesn't explain like no. uh, any of like the lore in general. Yeah. Like, and that makes it a lot more effective because you know ghosts are what scares about. Uh, what's the most scary thing about ghosts is the unknown, uh, the unknown aspects of yes. it, and you you don't know anything about it. You're just yes. And, yes. and I think that also helps that I'm like if you're gonna make a movie that's like supernatural and trying to scare me ghosts are the way to go ghosts are scary because they're just oh man they're so creepy they are i mean it's definitely a primal fear people have just of the unknown in general because like definitely well and just the unknown of death because we don't know where we go after death obviously Mm -hmm. no one does um, I mean, this that'll come up a little later with the girl woman yeah we'll get to that but she said something similar like that Um, 
parallel like which how are we going through this like story but in story or? oh I'm just, I'm just going through no, how it happens basically movie. yeah just basically yeah. how it happens gotcha. um because after this we like they call the cops or like we don't see these scenes with the cops obviously but it cuts back to them at the uh, at their um their business it's a plant it's a plant it's a greenhouse of yeah. some kind they're selling plants of some kind but um because the guy there i think his name is uh, i have it down here somewhere but whatever it's the guy the the main guy in that building um he says i don't know what he was so depressed about you know like as as his friend is like telling as, as yeah, his friend yeah. like basically responding about like yeah. him killing himself because he, he literally he says like i get like that sometimes it's so easy to hang yourself yeah and it's just like kind of at least it's it's me thinking that's kiyoshi kurosawa saying like a lot of people in japan obviously mm-hmm. thought this way i mean this I mean, is this, this is also this what is the, Chris Marker understood because like death in Japan is just different. They, they view death differently than like mm-hmm. a lot of the, like a lot of, the, a lot of other cultures do. Um, I mean, they I mean, that's like what I was saying with force, the uh, yeah no. I mean that's like, true, but I was saying with the audition that uh, one scene audition could feel like it was in this movie, with that guy saying the same very similar thing like oh yeah what you're saying like basically everyone in Japan's lonely. You know? Yeah yeah literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is whenever they're looking at the disc and they see Taguchi's room and he's, they see the Taguchi standing there and they see the same scene in the computer with the same face and then they were like, oh, can you open, like, make that face bigger and make it, like, so we can see if there's actually a face or not and it is. Um, but after that, we see, like, a scene of a newscaster talking about a message in a bottle and I'm not sure, like, I think this is also just getting into, like, the loneliness of Japan just like a kid sending a message on a ball and it ended like arriving in Malaysia 10 years later because it's just a newscaster talking about that it's um it is just like the catalyst also for like the TV to like start messing up yeah yeah. Um, but I don't know it's just yeah, it was that, an interesting that, news that, story yeah, yeah, I don't that, know that, I, I remember thinking that too I was like I don't yeah, know exactly what he's trying to say exactly like, like I didn't I didn't know there, yeah. um but after that it's it, we cut to the next to the next storyline to the other storyline with our computer newbie yeah, you know, yeah. he grabs like an inst- an installation yeah. program. Oh um, it says "Welcome to the Internet." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. installs it, yeah. um, and this is this is like these are some of the creepy scenes oh, too, like really creepy it. scenes because it just shows a day dude like sitting there swaying in, in slow motion. Oh. You know, I mean, dude, um, this opening scene of him like you know getting on the internet for the first time, not knowing what to expect, like it reminded me of uh, Paprika. Okay. Uh, no, uh, not Paprika. Oh wait. Um, Pretty good, pretty good What's cool. the other yeah. one perfect on the internet? Blue? Yes, Perfect Blue. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yes. internet? Yes. When was it Satoshi Kon? Oh, yeah. Yes. Perfect Blue definitely. The perfect did. Blue, yes. Okay, yes, it's Perfect Blue. I think, yeah, I think Perfica definitely, 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 Perfica did still deal with the There's internet. There's something like but, that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but like you were saying, a lot of these, especially in Japan, they were seeing what the internet was doing, the, the early internet was doing, already starting to do to people. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it was Perfect Blue I was talking about. There's well, already yes. a scene where she's like logging onto the internet. Like, yes, oh, because Perfect, oh, yeah. Blue is, Perfect Blue is about yeah. like your online app. Yes, the online. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that that is definitely a good, it's it's a lot of what this movie's about too. Stuff like that. At least mm-hmm. the horror or like the things that they saw like where the internet was basically yeah, like leading to. What people know? were turning into. Obviously, in this he says ghost, right? Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, and I, I love like I. I didn't write down all the quotes later on in the movie. We'll, we'll probably get to those eventually, but I do love, like, all those quotes that he has, just, like, explaining... Like, because those are the scenes where he's trying to, like, explain his thesis of the movie and, like, what ghosts kind of are to him. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, what he was explaining yeah. is, like, the ghosts are basically making it to where, like, they don't want people to kill themselves. They want them to live forever. And that's yes. literally yeah. what, like, movies are. 
Like, Charlie Chaplin's still alive today because he's made movies, you know? Yeah. Like, that's at least what... That's at least that point that he was trying to make. With, the, with like, how the ghosts... That, like, because they were seeping in because there were so many ghosts that yes. died. So they wanted to make oh, it to where, that. like... They wanted to make it to where people lived forever. So yeah, that's why... Because he says something like, ghosts basically. don't want to live forever. They want humans to live forever. Yes. As, and yeah. turn into ghosts. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, well, I guess we're going to get to that scene. No, yeah, we'll get to that scene. When he chased them in yeah, but after that, um, it it literally shows him riding on the ground and stuff like that, and then it, and then it asks, "Would you like to meet a ghost?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he like yeah. freaks out, obviously. And but... it, it kind of makes sense just in the theme of movie in the of the movie of if the internet uh, is just people turning into ghosts, right? Like especially if they're losing their real life per- personality. Yeah. You know, just all, you know turning into people just always on the internet. That's what the internet is, right? Like he's, it is. the internet's asking, "Would you like to meet a ghost or another person?" <laughs> yeah, that's you know, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and I, I wrote down he 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 immediately turns off his his computer and smokes a cigarette like a bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just calm the nerves, you know. You gotta yeah, do it every once in a while. No, there's a lot of uh, all of a sudden getting scared and turning off the computer in this. Movie. Yes, no, there is. Uh, I, I kind of remember the like. Uh... Uh, how, how, do you, how do you get cyberbullied? Just turn off the computer, like yeah, close your eyes. You know? like, creator, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because after this, he's falling asleep, you know, and the uh, computer turns itself back on, and yeah, we just yeah, see yeah, the guy, yeah. like that one guy in the hood, sitting there oh, with all the kanji scribble yeah, behind him. Yeah. And then the kanji, I'm pretty sure, just just help, 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 help all Ooh, over again. Okay. Well, because as sense. we see later in the movie, the same type of kanji written on a one of the girls that we've been following on her wall, and that one is translated to help. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what this one is at least. Yeah. I don't don't like take me completely seriously for that, but um. and that's what I was kind of saying though. Like in a tip, maybe in a typical movie that was using this kind of premise, the movie would be about saving those people. You yeah, know, it might yeah. be about saving. Uh, what's his name at the beginning that goes Taguchi? Yeah, yeah, it might be about saving him. You know, how do we get him out of the internet back to? Yeah, yeah, basically. Kind of yeah, but that's not where the you know. That's like, what that's what that yeah. Lesser horror movies work on that. Yes. Um. Because the next day he goes to school and he like meets our, uh, I'm just gonna call her a computer girlfriend. I wrote yeah, I wrote down girl. her name later yeah, as well, but I don't remember it right. Now. I think it's well, her name's Yui or something. She's the grad sure. student. Or like, two weeks. That's like the grad, She's the computer girl, the grad student. Yeah, she's she's the computer girl with the grad student. Yeah, that that made that one program that yeah, we'll talk yeah. that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but she like what makes her interested is she hears him explaining it to someone else because he's like just trying to find anyone that'll help because he doesn't know what he's doing on the internet. It's just a very funny. Thing that people don't think about now because like obviously now we just like like, like you were born with the internet yeah it's really, um, yeah it's really part of so like people people now can't relate to like what he was going through besides old people but <laughs> like old people would find that scene very relatable yeah you, you definitely found that relatable because you're old <laughs> wow, wow okay yeah, well okay we're true. not that old we're not that old yeah Dan's yeah. only you're younger than me so yeah you're older oh so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but yeah after that we cut to back to the like plant shop and the guy there gets a phone call and it's just the word it's just a oh, guy yeah. saying oh, help yeah. dude the, the way the way it's like even like so, projected is like so yes, weird it's, it's like creepy it's like it's like echoey but it's not echoey you know? yeah it's hard to explain it's like staticky really it's like staticky yeah. and echoey it's it's supposed to make you think you're talking to a ghost basically. oh yeah um yeah the sound design is really just in general I don't know if we mentioned that. No, it does. Yeah. No, the sound design is yeah. phenomenal in this movie. It's amazing. Um, like you were saying, the atmosphere and the sound yeah. is definitely a part of that. That's what this this, this entire movie. movie is made with atmosphere. So that's why I was so pissed in this. Well, we're <laughs> about to get the scene that I'm pissed about, but yeah, but, that's uh, he goes and sees. Him. Yeah, because he goes to Deguchi's house. Um, the music in the scene I did write is great. Um, because he he and then he's like rummaging around. We know. 
I don't know why he went back there in the first place. I mean, dude, I literally wrote that. Away, but... I mean, because now that now that we've kind of talked to, through it, like, I think it makes more sense. But initially, when I watched, I was like, why would you, why would you hear that phone call? And the first thing you do is, oh, I'll go back there by myself. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll go back there by yeah. myself. But yes. that, it kind of makes sense when you think of the theme of the movie of just people getting sucked into the internet. Yeah, like, no, that's the, true. And the, and the whole thing, I think there's, I forget what character it is, but they talk about something. Yeah, it's that same scene with the library that we're going get, to get to with that guy telling him about what the, what the ghosts are, yeah. are yeah. and everything. Like, uh, the, the internet's like, he says something like the internet, it's, or it's supposed to mean the internet, but he says basically when it gets too big, it's like starts to overflow and everything. Yeah. But he says like it's the system. It's too late. Like it's a system at this point, right? Like yeah. And that's kind of what I like about this movie. There's no central antagonist. No. Right? That's the problem. Like yeah. There's nowhere they could go to save the day. It's like this is already happening to the world. No, yeah. Right? It's so, it, it's literally the. That's why it's the, the that's point why, we're we're past the point of no yes, return. Exactly. And, that's why, and that's why and that's why that's why it makes sense where all these characters keep going. Yeah. Right. Because no, I'm that not, does make sense. Because like it just it, you know that's what he's saying. Like it's too late. No, yeah, because we've well, because in this scene he's rummaging around looking for anything, yes. and he finds yes. that paper, and it just says the forbidden room. Yeah. And um, after that, after that, we he like he goes or he like he's he finds that paper in his room. I'm pretty sure, and then he looks back at where Taguchi hung himself, oh, and he just like this scene is shot amazingly. Thankfully, Prime didn't ruin this one because the, the shadows are super dark still back there. Yeah. But like he's just looking there, and then he turns the light on. Oh, and he sees yeah, that yeah, burnt yeah. shadow mark there. Oh man! Oh, and then yep, he turns yep, the light yep, off yep. and walks away. And then comes and back. And then he comes back, turns the light on. Taguchi's just standing there. Oh, and dude, like that shit, that shit sends, sends yeah. like a tingle down my spine every yeah. time I watch that, that, it. That's a jump scare, but well executed. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, like yeah. that. That's not even like a real jump scare because it's not trying to scare you with that. It's just well, like he jump scared me. Oh no, for sure. Like it's it's scary as all hell. Um, because then he like goes up and, and starts talking to him, going like, "What happened to Gucci?" You know, like all that stuff. That's and, like, also something I wouldn't do. Like exactly. And then he like walks up close to it, and then he's just talking, and then it cuts to behind him, and he's just talking to Burt Mark. And he's like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happens a few times. Yeah, no, it happens a few times a lot. It happens a lot in this movie. Um, and he's like freaked the fuck out, obviously. Yeah. So he like runs out of there. Um, I mean, because and then he goes. Well, that, after he runs out of there, he goes and he's like running around, and then he sees the door that's taped. With the red tape. Okay. And, um... Because okay. this is when he meets the creepy woman. This is where he meets, okay. like, the shadow. Like, this is... This is what I would consider the main ghost in the movie. You know, mm-hmm. like, the one that's affecting everyone. Or, like, infecting everyone. Basically. Because okay. this is, like... At least this girl is the one that I think we see multiple times in, like, these forbidden rooms. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like, at least at least in the scene with the two girls also. Whenever they both go into the forbidden room and the, there's that girl yes. there later in the yes, movie. Yes, I know but um yeah because he goes to a different place and this is like one of the scariest scenes whenever it's done properly i have ever seen um because it's just slowly revealing like he he look he's looking at a wall it's all really really dark the shadows are very heavy done extremely well (laughs) except on prime um and he's just like looking at the wall and like that red stuff just starts appearing and then like he turns around and you like this is what's so great about the scene whenever it's not fucked up is that um, the shadows in this, you don't even know if there's someone standing there completely at the very beginning. You, yeah. you see a vague outline, yeah, you can tell just like he does. You can tell something's no. wrong. Your eyes, yes, your like eyes your eyes can tell that. that something is there, possibly. I mean, like, it's literally it's, that it's thing that we of, see. It's his frame of mind. Yeah. Yes, and, we, and, and I love how Kiyoshi Kurosawa is making us see his frame of mind. Yes. But it's also just like, whenever we as humans go out in the, at night, 
and there's deep shadows like oh, that's what night terrors yes. are for a lot of people no, it's like uh, the, like you look into the shadows and your mind starts yes. to make something there you know it's your imagination that's, yeah it's your imagination i mean and that to me anyway that's the the stuff that's the most scariest i mean in movies but in real life too is not only everything that you see but it's you see something and then your imagination starts you know yeah, taking over going, right yeah. almost to the point where you can't even control it yeah right? it's like you saw something, then your imagination takes over, and you don't even want your imagination to take over. And it yeah. still does, right? And that's what it's doing here. Like, like if you were if you were in this place, you would keep trying to tell yourself, "Oh, just be logical." You know, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a shadow. Just you a shadow, just slowly right? walk like, back yes, too. Yeah, that this, yeah. Like you do the exact same thing this guy, because this like because he's seeing just this shadow. Yeah, because she's standing still at first. She is. She's just standing sudden, in the corner. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, and then so, all of a sudden she starts moving. Like, yeah, really it starts moving extremely stuff. weirdly. Yeah, and like you can't, you can never see her the entire time except on Prime. But <laughs> um, you see her a, movements too. Like yeah, you see like movements. weird move, like you see weird movements to to like no sh- show that this is not natural. You know, yeah. it's supernatural, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just like backing away super slowly. He trips over the couch, falls over, looks under the couch, and there's oh, no yeah. feet there. As she's slowly walking towards him. There's no feet there, and then you just slowly see the hands like come yeah, over the yeah, come over yeah, the couch, yeah. and her eyes just look at him, oh, and yeah. he just screams. And that scene is like that's one of my that's that's literally one of the scary, one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen in the movie. No, it is. Um, and that's why I was so mad. Prime fucked it up. <laughs> so well, just again, don't watch this on Prime. We already went into it, but um, I said sadly, fucking Prime ruined this this by making it way too visible and taking away the fucking shadows for some fucking unknown reason. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But he returns. Okay, so after that, he returns to one of the girl. He returns. Um, one of the girls goes back to the place that he went to and sees like a lady taping up another door or taping up yeah. the red. I don't know if this is the same place or if this is another forbidden room because we see like multiple of these rooms oh, like yeah. getting made throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if this is ex- exactly the same spot, but we see someone taping up another room, and this is like I think Michi. I think this is Michi that sees this because she's like. She's the sane one throughout the entire movie. Like, yeah. you know, her, Michi and uh, the computer newbie, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, yeah. they're like the two, they're the two sane ones yeah, in this yeah, movie, really. Or the ones that are supposed to be sane. Yeah. They're supposed but, to, yeah. Um, yeah, because after this we meet, we go we go back to the to the guy, to the computer guy, okay. the computer newbie. Um, and he's doing what the uh, girl told him to do. Like how, like she was explaining like how he can like, bookmark save a page like or, save it yeah, save yeah. a web address print, print, you know, know? yes yeah, 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 like yeah. she was telling so he's doing all that stuff and we see the man earlier and the video he's slowly moving and like it gets to the point where he's about to take off his mask and, or his hood and then he turns his computer off again you know like yeah, he can't yeah. he unplugs it completely this time yeah, he doesn't yeah. even turn it off he just like unplugs the entire <laughs> unit so <laughs> after that he visits the girl again and she comes over to like to his house to actually like yeah, you know, collect yeah. the data and kind of see what's going on herself yeah. you know um, and this is where, um, she actually says... Shows him the dots that that grad student is making where, like... Well, this is that... actually, this is actually something that I was saying in audition, too. I wrote this down, Pulse. So I said, it's, she's, it's something like, she said, words said in friendship. Or, no, this is actually someone else, I think. Um, it cuts back to the plant, to the plant thing. Because mm-hmm. there's a guy, because there's that old guy there after yes. one, one, because that boss. guy, it's yeah, because it's their boss, because the younger guy has run off and yeah. they can't find him. Yeah. And she, um... And one, and I think it was Michi. She is talking with him, and the guy says, "Like, um, worse than friendship with the best intentions always wind up hurting your friends deeply, and then you wind up getting hurt." Yeah. And um, is friendship always like that? If so, what's left? Yeah. You know, so it's like I don't know. It's just stuff like that is interesting in this movie. 
Um, because I don't even know what he's trying to say with that. Because what what's the cure for loneliness? Is friendship? But I don't know. Like I think he's trying to show that, like that that character is not like he's not saying something good. Almost like he's saying something selfish. Okay. Like because yeah. he doesn't want her to go chase after him. Yeah. Because that's what she's want. She's worried about him, and he's like. It's just too late, you know. Yeah. And he kind of might be he, right. He is kind of right, yeah. But like, you still want her to be right, you know. Like you can go see. Like you want him to. You want her to yes. go see him, right? Like, yes. Because wrong. after this scene, she does go and finds. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote down his name finally. His name's Yabe. Yeah. Um. She confronts him and asks why he's been acting different. And he says like he's seen a horrible face whenever he entered that forbidden room. And tells her like if she if she, if she sees like a, a room taped red, never enter it basically. Yeah. Um. And then after this scene, we see Michi just... I think it's Michi. This is, this is the other girl, actually. This might be the other girl that ran off before um, trying to find the Abe as well. Because she's walking, and she sees a woman jump off... Or jump it's a creepy scene, yeah. Oh, my God. And I literally wrote down, I love how this scene's done. Because you just see it... You So you see her... Like, she's looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, the, our, the girl we're following. She's just yeah. kind of, like, looking in the direction of the camera. And yeah. then you see someone, something behind her. Like, a girl starts climbing a water tower, basically, behind yeah. her. And it's all done one shot from her going, like, jumping off and then hitting the ground. So I don't even know how I they did that. It was really that. cool. I only noticed, like, basically when she started jumping. I no, yeah, it was all one that. shot in that in that, in that that thing. And I was I was extremely impressed with that shot. Because um, it had, like, no, like, at least to me, I couldn't, I, it had no discernible cut. But well, it's a I crazy shot, too, because, like, she's the only one there seeing yes. it and it happened first. And then the way all the other citizens come out slowly. It's like, almost it's like, like it's not real. Thing. It's yeah, almost yeah, like it's not real. Like, is this in her head almost? It doesn't feel real, yeah. Because like, at least at this point, we don't know the extent to what to how the internet has infected the no, world. No, exactly, yeah. But because you could you could definitely think that she, this could just be in her mind still, you know. Like, I mean, this, like these are like the you said, literally from the opening, it, but... like from the opening scene with the first girl going to find Taguchi in his room, and like you said, initially we think he just sees he's yeah, suicide. Just, yeah. But we learn later that that couldn't have been a suicide, right? Like what? you said, what? that 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 was a video. That he, yeah, he, yeah, he had yeah. killed himself way earlier. So what yeah. she saw couldn't have been real. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like that's even from the beginning of the movie, we don't know like what they're seeing is actually yeah. real or not. Yeah, that's true. Oh, this movie's so good. So... Um after so like that doesn't lead anywhere immediately. Well, the girl jumping off the roof because it cuts right back to the guy to like our computer guy again. Um, this is the library scene okay. where he's yeah. in the library. He's he finds the 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 girl again, the computer girl again. Starts asking. He I think he's trying to flirt in this scene. <laughs> I don't know. He definitely likes her a little bit. Oh, yeah, but yeah. she takes him to the model that the grad student made with the, like showing basically what the ghosts are. And she said like all the dots on the screens look like ghosts. She doesn't even say they are ghosts because she says the only person that can understand this is like the person who made it, basically the grad student who yeah, made it. Yeah. Um. I mean, okay, just to go back on you saying, like, he definitely likes her, like, it's definitely, like I've been kind of saying, like, it's almost, it'd be cool to see a movie that was kind of made with the same premise, but it had just basic features like you would think a movie like this would be, because it's almost teasing you, like, oh, these two are going to be a couple, and yeah. that's how they're going to escape, you know, the loneliness of the internet, why people go into this, yeah. right? Like, they're going to, and it, it almost teases that a couple different times. It does, yeah. Right? But, once again, it doesn't do that. No. You know, it, like, it teases it, but then it almost, like, shows... It's all, it's too late. It does like the complete opposite. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because after this scene, we he goes back to the library and he's reading about ghosts. Um, and then he's... He, I think the grad student comes and, like, talks to him and starts saying, like... Or he, like, see, he sees something out, out of the corner of his eyes, just someone standing in there. Yeah. yeah. In the library looking at him. And, he goes, and the grad student comes walking over and he says, 
you know, if you're fast enough, you might be able to catch him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he goes, tries to catch him. Because then after that, we see, like, just something standing there. I... I should have had you guys show me this scene too on your on your guys' uh, um, version that you watched because this scene you could also see the kid's face entirely and I don't know if you're supposed to. I don't, to. Think, I don't you think you're do. supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to because you saw it. it looks creepy because the the kid looks like a ghost. But plus um, uh, this grad student too because um, you know this game that he invents the because uh, initially the program he invents is uh, has it's like a program where dots they come closer to to each other but they never touch. Yeah. Right? And then she says something like, "There's now a bug in the game, where um, that allows for all the bu- the dots to touch." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like cause chaos basically in the game. Yeah. But like, I think he's trying to say something like that about the internet, where like, almost maybe the internet's almost like too close. Like. Uh, well, that's makes... it's kind of what we're seeing now, or at least like, we have no business, at least in America, telling people how, like, on the other side of the world, how to run their countries. You know, yeah, almost. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Like, but we can because we have the internet. Like, it's connected us, like, so closely. Maybe too much, almost. Yeah. I think that's definitely... I think they definitely see it that way. And I think a lot of directors in the early 2000s saw that that's where this was going. That's why I love this movie so much, for sure. Um, One of the reasons. But, yeah, he runs off to catch the kid. Can't catch him. They ask the grad student, like, what it is. Um, He's, like, really freaked out. So the grad student and him, like, go have tea together. (laughs) I mean, dude... Okay, I gotta mention, though, like... uh, Wait, they have tea together... Him in the grass room? Yeah. Is yeah. this one? That's after this, the library part. Is this one he's telling him about the soul? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is a scene, okay? Because this has literally one of my favorite shots. Like, um, it's an insane shot where he's telling him about the souls that have. It's like there's only finite capacity, so they yeah. start overflowing and they get back into other things and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they show like, it's like, uh, like a dark room or something with two windows on both sides. Both of the windows have like lights. And then it almost shows like how like it somehow shows like it makes it look like a light's going from one window to the other window by like turning off one of the lights and then the other the light in the other window gets brighter or something. Yeah. Basically like a soul going from something else to something. just yeah. through like lights on a window. It's a fucking amazing shot, dude. No, it is. Yeah. No, because I mean there's there are so many good shots in the scene because we also see like um, we watched that 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 the the at least how I saw it was like the first forbidden room opening. Kind of. I think this is the scene you're talking about where like they're like watching oh, okay. the ghost appear basically. Yeah. Okay, that's the first forbidden. Yeah, like because oh, like because that at least that's how like that was the first like forbidden room that opened almost because we see the being slowly. Just such a creative way to show that too. It really honestly. is. Um, because then right after that, cuts to that specific room being demolished by a bulldozer, <laughs> and. Uh, the explanation after this for the grass student ends, and he says that it's all hypothetical, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love how he no, ended like that. No, because like, uh, it's, all, it's of course all hypothetical, all hypothetical. but if well, it is real, yeah. and this is where he says something like, the system will become permanent, yes. uh, the circuit is now open. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that's why I was saying, like, it's too late. You know, yeah. the system yeah. has already started. It has. Um, and they were definitely right about that, because, you know, they the internet has not slowed down since No, you then. can't, once, yeah. once progress has started, you can't stop it, as the saying goes. Yeah. Um... Cause after that we so after that we cut back to our to our two girls Michi and the other girl can't remember her name. Um, yeah, and she says like why are our friends missing? Yeah, you know yeah. the internet like. Well, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah because well one of the girls the not Michi I think runs off or maybe Michi's the one that runs off but one of them runs off and the other one gets a call saying help. Oh, yeah, 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 and this is how you know we're about to start the whole cycle over again. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she thinks it's from um, Yabe. Yeah. And so she goes looking for him, and she finds him in the same. And I think I think they're still in their uh, in their building, in their like uh, business business building. Okay. Um, because she goes in there, and 
she sees him, she's basically asking him, like, what's the what's wrong? And then the same thing happens where he just turned disappears. Yeah. And it's turned into like a burnt mark there. Yeah. That's um, a great shot too. It is a great shot. Yeah. Um and it just I think it just ends by him saying, Help me also. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is That's also really yeah. creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that was Michi that, that that went to Yabe because Junko's the other one, thank God I wrote down her name okay, finally. Okay. Junko <laughs> Junko has run and entered a forbidden room. This is what I was talking about earlier. Because um, Michi runs after and helps her, and this is where the ghost lady appears, where oh, another right. ghost lady appears. Because this scene's just really freaking creepy. Yeah, she's like yeah. dragging her out, basically. Yeah. She's literally trying to drag her out, and then the girl throws her out because yeah, she yeah. doesn't want to come out. Yeah. Oh, and then, man. like, the ghost lady's literally there, and she just stares right into her yeah. face. Yeah. And um, now Junko's the one crying, like, help me, literally. But this is like, it's like she's not crying, help me, in like the ghostly way. She's literally crying, like as a broken human, crying healthy because yeah, yeah, yeah. she knows what's about to happen, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um. After yeah. seeing that face. Yeah. Because after that, Michi goes to the convenience store. She gets all that food, and this is whenever she sees behind the register through the window something looking at her, like a ghost looking at her. This is like this is like what you're saying. Like they're seeping out basically everywhere to her now. At least the, the, that shot's like my two biggest fears: ghosts and people looking at me without me knowing. Yes, like, and face melting. Like okay, I, I just remember because we talked about the movie last week. I was trying to remember. In the, remember in the mouth of madness when the woman, uh, the main woman in the movie, when she's starting to descend into madness, yes. she's like basically begging like uh she's like you gotta get me out of this i'm turn-, you know she says i'm like i'm, I'm becoming part of the I'm book losing or something. Yeah, yeah i'm losing me yes exactly like that's a very similar scene to this it is okay. yes when she's like trying to drag her out like basically she's losing herself she but... is yes yeah. That's what you said, dude. um yeah because we see that face melting and then she runs away yeah. doesn't pay for the food obviously um that scene ends cuts the cuts to our other story we're following our guy again and he's running off to to the, he's running off to the school where all the grads do where like um where the computer was mm-hmm. and it's been like ransacked or at least it looks ransacked to me but everything's basically just been taken yeah. down yeah. um and I just wrote down how I love how just a chair comes rolling out of nowhere I don't know if you guys remember that yeah. no, I don't. but he's just like walking around the room and the chair just comes rolling out of the side of the cor- of the screen I was like damn I don't know why you did that but that was funny um. We see a video of a man cutting out while walking across the room before soon reappearing. I think that's on. That's like he. That's he's watching that scene oh, okay. in the grad student's room, or like in that in that same building. Because um, then he goes to visit um, UA's apartment or that girl, the computer girl's apartment, yeah. and we see her like walking the staircase behind him, like she's not even there. Should we see him like? Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? She comes in out of the rain. She's, yes, like, I remember that. Yes, yes, she's yes, like okay, walking up the that. stairs, yeah, yeah. and we can tell that she's going a little crazy now, because she's yeah. she's like she's starting to freak it's, out. It's after this is when she tells him like uh, what she as a kid like she remember she says like as a kid she thought uh, heaven was just you know the place where everyone went it was happy after you died. Yeah. And then as a high schooler, she used to think like. What if you died and you just became more lonely? Yeah, you know that's what it is. I, 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 yeah, I wrote that down. My notes. She yeah. is she like she calms down obviously, because she she was freaking out yeah, whenever yeah. she walked in. But she tells she starts telling him like what she used to wonder what it was like to be dead, mm-hmm. because she always felt alone. Yeah. Um. She always wondered if you lived happily with everyone over there. And then she says one day in high school it dawned on her that she could die and be all alone, and that yeah. idea terrified her. And then she wonders if that's like what no, it goes to it, being. It literally about. makes the whole movie make sense to what yeah. like, when she says that because then you start thinking about all the characters that became ghosts, and like, 
just thinking them like because they've been saying help too. Yes, you know, obviously. Yes. They so want help. That yes. thought, just that that thought being related to all this stuff you've just seen is kind of just you know even more creepy. Like, they're yeah, because for help because they're more lonely. Well, you know, and after and he, they died. he and Kiyoshi Kurosawa specifically points that out because like in that same scene she he's like he's telling her like um that has nothing to do with us you know like we're alive and then she yes. turns on all her monitors and uh, she's yeah. like are all these people alive too yeah. or are they dead and they're all you the know? screens yeah, yeah and they're all the people that have killed themselves basically yeah. um and then he says like all that he says he'll never believe ghosts even if he sees one i love that scene because he's like he's, he's literally a, he's he's, he's in denial, such yeah. denial yeah that, that's literally where i wrote in my notes he's in such denial about death um because he he literally says like in the scene, he literally says like, um, well, like maybe by the time we're old, they'll invent a drug that makes you live forever. And she's like, "You really want to live forever?" Like she literally yeah. asks him that. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "You really like, want to live that's forever?" Because that's what she's been saying. Like, is that a good yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, and it's because that that's something like I think humans think about that just in general. Obviously, like if we could live forever, but then like it would fucking suck, honestly, <laughs> to live forever. I don't know. I don't, maybe it wouldn't, but at least to me, I don't know. I don't think I want to live yeah, forever. Yeah. I mean. If you do, if you do get, get immortality, you're gonna basically experience the death of the universe, like that's true. Like in the yeah. Earth, I guess. In I mean, Earth, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most Earth. pressing part. If you live forever, you're just gonna get to watch everything else die. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good way to say it. Let's not get into existentialism right now. Existentialism. So after that, they're still talking. I think they're still talking, but she says like ghosts will. Uh, yeah, she's she's basically saying what the premise of the movie is. They're trying to, like ghosts are are trying to, like they're not trying to kill humans. They're trying to drown them in their loneliness. You yes, know, yes. basically. Um, and this is whenever I just wrote down pretty insane how how like smart a lot of horror directors and just people in the early '90s and 2000s were like smart directors were of how like the internet Where even though it's going, supposed to, it's even though it's supposed to like it's supposed to connect us. It's just I mean that's and that's kind of where I was thinking of Perfect Blue for sure. Like yeah. Just seeing where this was headed, almost like it's uh, it's like foresight. I mean, like this is literally what Simon Leong's movies from the night, like early nineteen nineties, were all about. You know, like yeah. it's literally all about trying to con- like we're losing the ability to connect people, yeah. and the internet. While but it should but help, it's, but it's in a way, yeah, so. and that's the thing. Like, yeah. it's not just this fact that we're losing the ability to connect. It's like the internet is almost sold as a way to connect even more. Yes, and so they're almost trying to show the cracks between that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's not all just yeah. good. And, and you should quick correction, late nineties side too because the whole oh, yes, the whole definitely. is late 90s. no no I, yeah. that's like all of size all, all of his uh, filmography is about, is about loneliness yeah. Yeah. yeah that's just what I was saying it started in there honestly, I think the whole is but the best representation of that vibe. it's very from what I've seen of it so far it's, it's very good actually I, okay actually people in Wars you know what all okay. of them are amazing yeah they're, they're all amazing they're all yeah. amazing <laughs> you haven't even gotten to Wayward Cloud yet that's what that movie's about too <laughs> and and I Don't Want to Sleep Alone that's his first movie that's okay. all that let's not go on actually wait let's keep going let's quickly change the series oh yeah. my goodness <laughs> yeah Danny Danny leave the podcast for a second <laughs> me and Luke are going to talk about Psy no no yeah didn't rate him very well I did I did no you did oh my goodness okay so after that we're back with our girls again Michi and Junko um Michi's fallen asleep while she's been watching Junko and this is whenever like things get kind of sad again because like we've seen like we don't even see Junko die like it's almost like literally like she's just faded out of existence mm-hmm. like she just doesn't want to be alive and so she's yeah. just literally just faded in the background almost because like mean, uh it's kind of getting the point where like even in this scene 
Like you, you might have a little hope that she's gonna be survive, but every person that keeps turning into a ghost, you you get more and more hopeless. Yes. You know, yeah. and like, my favorite one is the very end, the last. You know, obviously the, the I call him the tech guy. I don't remember his name, but uh, not the tech guy, but the the guy that first. The fi- the guy that first goes gets the advice from computer girl. Yeah, the computer newbie. Yeah, yeah computer newbie. <laughs> you call him newbie. Okay, that's probably. Yeah, I call him yeah, a newbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, computer newbie. Um, I have his name down here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Kawashima's his name. Thank yeah, God yeah. I, I wrote it down. No, okay. but his his fall too, like uh. Yeah, his is the most significant. I mean, uh, to me, but all of them are like they—they they almost create this false hope of a little bit, like oh, maybe they'll survive. You know, like they're kind of in this in-between stage. Yeah. But then, like you said, like this one almost feels too hopeless. Like it looks. It does. She just kind of just fades out. Yeah, because you know, she end. literally just fades from existence. Yeah. Like yeah. she just fades into the block to the burnt mark. Because you then... just have this huge struggle scene. You know, this really cl- uh, dramatic scene where he's playing. She's playing around. You're like, yeah. Okay, so she got her out. You know, maybe this one. She'll be able to recover or something, and yeah. no, like you said, it just nope. it's it's hopeless. Like it is, yeah. Because but like also this one, the burnt mark disappears too because she opens up or like the window. This opens, is the CGI. Like the, yeah, yeah, it's like the that CGI weird CGI class, yeah, that yeah. early two thousands. Wasn't great, but <laughs> it does the job. It does the job. Yeah. <laughs> um, she freaks the fuck out. She gets a call from someone that th- that she thinks is her mother, but like no one answers it. Like this one, we don't at least hear like a help. I don't think, but like no one answers at least. I don't think, but she so she like runs off. Um, and then we cut back to our computer newbie again in the arcade, where he likes to hang out every once in a while. And then it just cuts, like, he literally turns around, because, like, it's, like, really loud. And I think we see people behind him at the very beginning, but then it cuts, and he turns around, and there's, like, dead silent, no one's there. It's just him all yeah. alone in the arcade. Yeah, yeah. And... Because there's that ghost that's kind of, like, dancing to the music, almost, of the yeah. arcade. Yeah. It's kind of cool. No, it's so <laughs> good. Because he's... That, I call her that her our main ghost, because at least, I don't know, she looks the same. It looks like the same ghost the same female ghost that we've been seeing at least but um yeah i think you're right it does have the same kind of movements too. yeah, so, yeah I think because was... like so he like he runs away um and he sees harvey harvey's the girl's name the computer girl's name outside her outside her apartment smashing things yeah, yeah. um and she just asks him to take her somewhere because she wants to get out and so they go like the subway they get on the train no one literally oh, like yeah. this is where this is where stuck is really apocalyptic because yeah. literally no one is on the streets of Tokyo Honestly, at all. It's, it, is, it is a bit drastic like tunnel shift like, it is it well gets, uh, it's almost it almost is and not because the internet at least you build your own world kind of so i don't know if that's kind and of that's, what he's saying with this. Like, and, and that's what i like because i was going to say like you know how i said even from the almost opening scene you're supposed to maybe be like all these characters are almost too late. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like basically every time a character has seen someone turn to a ghost, that character's almost that turn character it's like turns to a ghost. Yeah. Right? It's almost too late for them too, right? Yeah. And that means like they might just both be in the world already. Yeah. Like you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's it would make sense with all these abandoned cities. Like earlier we saw with the suicide scene where there's no one on the streets yeah. until after, and when the people come out, they almost come out like NPCs. You know, yeah. like they're, they're like they really motionless. Like no, they are. Yeah. And they come out like statues, kind of thing, but. Yeah, I, I like what you said, but like, this world itself is almost kind of an internet world. It like, feels it uh, feels like it like, feels like a world they've made themselves yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just I do really like I I do like the uh, post apocalyptic stuff because it it does it adds to like the mystery of the movie honestly. But these train scenes, this train these train shots too, it does kind of like once again like it kind of just builds up that false hope a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, oh, they're he, they're, they're actually getting yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. They lay on like. A, does she lay on his shoulder, I think, yeah. and it's, like, kind of romantic, yeah. like, the way it's shot, like, okay, you know, they're out of it, like, they're yeah. gonna be a couple now, it's, it's okay, and nope, like, yeah. the next No, because, you know? well, it literally, like, they get to the end of the line, she literally says, this is the end of the line, and then he's like, no, no, we can keep on going, 
uh, I'll just go talk to the train director. You just stay like right there. Yeah. And then he runs off and she runs off the yeah, train. Yeah, exactly. Like the second, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, second, the second he leaves. leaves. Yeah. She oh, runs off crazy. the train. And yeah. then he runs out of the train. He's trying to find her everywhere. He ends up, and then we actually cut away from him. Because we are usually either following Michi or Kawashima, the, the computer guy, the computer yeah. doobie. We cut away from like both of them completely, and we're with Harui now, and she's just at her home watching all the monitors of the ghosts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because like all the monitors of the ghosts, they're all mysteriously gone, except for one that is looking right at the camera. Oh my gosh. Oh, gosh. And oh, my gosh. It, it cuts to that go to the main ghost we've been seeing in the other in that like computer the whole time, you know, that's taking off his hood. And oh, we actually see the the ending to that video finally. He takes off his hood and shoots himself in the head. Yes. Um. And then we, oh, this scene's so creepy, I forgot. This is when she's in her house? This is whenever she's in her house, and she's watching, and because, like, he shoots himself, and then it keeps on playing, and there's just a shot of her looking at herself from behind. Oh, Or, like, it's like that scene. Yeah. And, oh, that shit just gets me the creeps so fucking much. Because she's just, like, looking at it, and she's like, what? And then she, like, looks behind, and you could just, like, because, like, Kiyoshi Kurosawa is, like, filming her at the very beginning, and then, like... As she like starts looking around, he's just like cutting. He's just like staying on like the computer. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like he's just staying on the computer as she's like getting yeah. up to walk over there. Yeah. And then like just the closer she gets to it, you're like, this is just like so creepy. It's just slowly building suspense. That's the whole like this. This is just like all atmosphere, you know. Like there are those jump scares, but they're the they're jump scares because of the atmosphere. Definitely. Yeah. Um, this one actually doesn't have a jump scare, I don't think, but it's just it's just part of the atmosphere that I just I just love it. Yeah. But um. But, uh, cause, cause then she kind of walks into a different room or something. No, yeah, she walks, no, yeah, well, she walks to, she walks to the, like, she walks to it. She's, like, walking towards the thing that's looking at her. Oh, okay. okay. And she, like, turns the light on, and then she starts, like, she kisses the thing. Yes, that's, that, yeah, that's a crazy scene, cause, like, that's when you know she's lost, too. Like, this is why, this is why people are getting sucked into this world, right? Yeah, she literally says, I'm not alone. Exactly. And then she, before kissing the ghost, you know? Yes, right, like. And this kind of this is what I was saying like there's a lot of similarities between Audition and uh, Pulse, yeah. but like this is one of the main ones to me where like both of the movies are kind of representing like the kind of uh, stretches you can take just from that feeling of loneliness itself. Yes. Right. Almost like to, to, just to escape that feeling that the things you'll do. Right. And in Audition, it's you know uh, projecting on a woman, uh, ignoring her red flags, yes. all this kind of stuff. And then this one is you'll literally become the internet just because you won't, you'll feel less alone. Like literally, what she says is like. Like, the whole time, we're creeped out. Like, we think she's going to be creeped out that yeah. she's being watched this whole time. And what she's... She smiles, and she says, I'm not alone. Yeah, she's right? actually, she's happy, actually happy, happy about it, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's that's kind of what he, he might be saying is, like, well, that's what the draw of the internet is, right? Yeah. It at least can take away that feeling of loneliness. Um, even but does it really? Yeah. No, but yeah. I mean, that's but why he's asking can, the entire it, time. Yeah, that's, that's why, why he's asking the whole movie. Right? Yes. That's why people are yes. getting sucked into it. And that's that's kind of what... Like you said, like, why does this guy walk into that room? Yeah. Right? After. I think this is the answer, at least, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, loneliness makes you do a lot of things that you wouldn't usually do. That's for sure. Um, so after that scene of her kissing the ghost, um, Kawashima arrives at, the, at her apartment. He breaks down the door and realizes that Harui's disappeared. And this is the scene of like Harui's written on her wall, the same thing that was. At least it looks the similar to me of the of the guy that took off his hood and shot himself in the head. Because as we'll get later on, she does the exact same thing. Yeah. So she she also wrote help multiple times on her wall, because they actually did translate that, and it is help. Okay. Um, yeah. And then after that, it cuts to a news report of, like, all the people missing in Japan. Yeah. And this is, like, whenever you know, like, it's really post-apocalyptic, because we, it's been, it's been really weird, because you're like, yeah, Tokyo should not be this empty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then you just get that news report of, like, literally everyone's, like, 
dis- disappeared basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but we finally, this is where the two stories finally collide. Michi and Kawashima finally meet. Yeah. Um, yeah. she's wrecked her car or something and passed yeah, yeah, out, yeah. and he ends up helping her. And this is this is what I was saying. This is why his fall is my favorite, and because this is what starts his fall. Yes. Once again, another just classic setting up the okay, these two are gonna survive. Yeah. Least, you know, they've met yeah. by chance. Their stories have been connected. Yeah. You know, they've kind of been related, but they haven't met at all, and they're finally meeting. So at yep. least they know what's going on. And they'll yeah. be able to get out of it together kind of thing. And yeah. nope, it's almost the opposite. Like, it is. once again, it is the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite. <laughs> um, yeah, because they just start to get to know each other. He offers to help her find Harley. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they go back to where Harley is. She's oh, So this is where they see that she's written help all over her wall, much like the man in the video. I, I was a little ahead of that. Um, okay. And this is where it's just like... This is the scene where I'm like, why would you do this? If you're like, it's it's kind of what we've been saying. Like, why would you do this? Who knows? Like, it's it's just the draw there in it, you know. Yeah. But they literally, she's she, Michi literally looks across the street and says, "Let's look in that abandoned factory." Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, this is great. fantastic. If you go look through an abandoned factory, whenever literally people have been killing themselves this entire movie, sure. Um, but like on the way there, she warns him not to enter any rooms that are that are taped with like yeah, red yeah, tape. Yeah. Uh, they see a woman in the rafters. They think it's Harley, so they go check it out. Find out it is Harley, and she's got the same uh, bag over her head. Yeah. And she does the same, same thing, thing as yeah. the guy in the movie. She's I don't I didn't write down what she was saying, what she was like talking, like saying to Kawashima as she was doing it. But Kawashima is trying to talk her out of it, obviously, because they see yeah. that she has a gun in her hand. And it's also the thing where you don't think, at least for a second, you might think she's not going to kill herself because she walks over the table and puts the gun down. Yeah. And then she picks it back up <laughs> yep, and she's yeah. something. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and yeah. Kawashima is literally he like freaks out after this because he's like trying to he, he's trying to like pick her up, trying to make her like come back alive, basically or, like wake up. It's like dude, like you're right. definitely a, Do you not he's see been the he's been in, he's been in denial about death this whole movie, and this yeah. is like just yeah. what brings it completely yeah. to the forefront. Yeah. Um, all that scene happens. They go outside because they like yeah nothing left obviously yeah. to look for um they're out of gas <laughs> and he's like let me just go back in. let me like, go back in and get some gas yeah. uh as he's putting the gas cap back on but it's the same thing that happened to her room. right the yep. second he left her i remember the oh yeah train. that's true she leaves for a second yeah and he's gone same thing like let me just go for one second yeah that's it's true supposed to represent that you know kind of yeah. like, let me just go back one more time kind of thing yeah that's true I didn't think about it like that. That's actually a good point, though. Because, I mean, this is where he truly gets lost. And no, yes, yeah, he definitely This is where does. he sees his ghost in the room. It, like. And this is a great scene because, yeah, he drops the, he drops that gas cap, rolls slowly into yeah. the room, and you can tell, like, he knows there's red tape on that room. He just he just wants... To, I, at this point, I feel like he just wants to know. Yeah. You know, basically, oh, like, yeah. kind of what's kind of what's the big deal, almost. But he enters and I think the, he's trying to go after it, too. Like, I think he is, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because he enters the room and the door just closes the behind him, and then we see, like, I I don't know if that's supposed to be Taguchi, but at least that's yeah. maybe who it's supposed to be, yeah. but it's just, like, the main ghost. Yeah. That, you just, know, like, the, the first time thing. a ghost talks in the movie, too? The first time he talks so. in full sentences, it's not help, yes. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, like, where he's literally explaining, like, he says death was eternal loneliness, and Kawashima yeah. refuses to like yeah, accept says, the ghost in front of him. To acknowledge, at least that's yes. his like, I love it so much. He's like, I refuse. This. I refuse that to accept this happening. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man! But he says once he catches the ghost, he'll be gone. And yeah. just like just like in the library, like because the guy the guy said maybe if you catch him, you're like 
He's kind of trying to trick himself. He's like trying that. to trick himself. He's yeah. like, he's like, this isn't real. Yeah. And so he runs up and he grabs onto the ghost and he's there. And that that itself is just a really scary scene because just thinking about, because I, I mean, I think if we saw a ghost, I don't know if I would do that. I'd probably run the other way. <laughs> but you could see how someone would say, yes, this is a ghost. It's a thing in my imagination. I'm going to go up to it and literally put my hand through yeah, it. And yeah. I'm just going to go through thin air because it's mm-hmm. not there. Mm-hmm. And he literally just grabs it onto it. Yeah. He's there. When he, he's a when, physical when being. When he actually realizes it's there, He's for a real, physical like, being, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it like, shows his facial reaction like, oh, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, because after that, the ghost says, I am real. Yeah, yeah. And then he walks up slowly, and then you just see his eyes looking like right at him. Huh. And those are at least, at least those eyes are what I've been thinking is what has caused the people to like kill themselves. Basically, yeah, yeah. Um, they see, see that. that face. Okay. But Michi finally realizes something's wrong. Uh, she goes in to look for him, and she sees that the red door's open, and so she runs upstairs. She doesn't enter the red door because she's smart enough. No, that's not a good thing to do. Um, she runs upstairs, and we see like Kawashima's up there where Harui was. Plus, she's already been through this before. Yeah, she has. All she has, friends, yes. So. <laughs> she knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's she's definitely our main, main character. Yeah. Like, our main protagonist that we've been following. I mean, her yeah. and Hashima both, but... Yeah. She's the one that knows the most, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and, I mean, what we're about to get to in a few minutes here, like... She does escape? See, that's what... Yeah, I, that's yeah. literally what I wrote. I yeah. said, I literally, in my notes, I said, is this the real Kawashima that goes with her, or is it a ghost? Because, like, it's obviously, as we see on the boat, she's talking about how, like, at least he's still here with her. And then we go to, the, like, the very end, and, like, she walks into her room. We see, like, just a black stain there. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I think he might actually be sitting there at first, but then, like, there's a black stain that, that appears behind Okay, because do you remember, like, she's, like, looking towards the ocean. She turns around, there's, like, a guy that she says she's with. And it's like a different guy that we haven't seen in the movie. It's a uh, it's Koji Yakusho. Yeah, it's the guy. It's the guy. It's it's the guy. It's it's one of the guy that uh yeah that Kiyoshi Kurosawa definitely okay, loves yes. having in his movies. Yes. But um, um. But the reason I say like I don't know if that's Kawashima or not like that comes with her is because he's literally standing over a burnt mark or like one of those marks well, on the ground. Oh, no, it's literally them him as her. Like so because okay so we see him uh should we see her on the boat. Uh, no, this ocean. is before the boat. This oh, is whenever, like, oh, okay. I think I, that might be Harui's, like, shadow he's kind of standing over whenever he's, oh, like, there. Okay. But, like, whenever she thing. comes up to see him again, he's just standing over a shadow. Yes, and I don't yes. know if that's supposed to be, like, his yeah. shadow, maybe? I don't that's know. what I assume. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, like, that's, I saw that, it because I thought, yeah. okay, he's already gone, too. And the, and the yeah. thing that's leaving is kind of just his body. Yeah. You know? Like, that's kind of what I thought, too. Because that same thing is going to happen with the scene I'm talking about yes. later with the boat. Yeah, because, well, yeah, because we can just get the boat, because yeah. they drive through the streets of Tokyo, and it's yeah. ap- absolutely apocalyptic at this yeah. point. No one's on the streets at all. Mm-hmm. Um, she drives them to a cliff's edge and has a breakdown. He tells her not to cry, and then um, they just, she basically just says, do you want to go as far away with me as as, as we can? Yeah, They're like, yeah. yeah. And then they get on the boat. Um mm-hmm. Well, actually, before that plane falls out of the sky, Korean Yeah, I forgot that, <laughs> yeah. I forgot that happened. Yeah, because they just find a speedboat tied there. Yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and he's driving the speedboat, too, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Did you realize that? I, no, I thought, I I thought that was that. weird. He is the huh. one driving the speedboat at the very end, which is kind of weird. Oh, um, yeah. No, because, uh, see, this this is where it's, it gets weird. Like, because she says, to, what I thought she said to him is, do you want to go see uh, Harley again, the computer, the computer, the girl mm-hmm. that... Uh, and he says, because she says if, if that'll make you. Oh yeah, yeah. She asks yeah. if he wants to go back to where Harley died. Yes, yes. Because yeah. if he really wants to, she'll go with him. And he says no. We can. We need to go. We can go as far away as as, as we want. Okay. As, as okay. He wants to go as far away as he can with Michi, okay, basically. Okay. And that's when they get the speedboat. Yeah. That's and then the scene just transitions boat. to the 
to the big boat they're on. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where yes. the movie starts. Yeah. Well, that, for, well, yeah. first she does enter. She does enter a room blasted by that plane that that came out of the sky. Okay, and there's yeah, all those marks yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. But yes. Then after that, they do get to um, to the boat to the boat that you that you were talking about. Because this is what I'm talking about with the. Uh, because she sees that guy. You know the famous yeah, Japanese. Koji Ko, what's his name? His name's Koji Yakusho. Koji Yakusho. Koji Yakusho. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, she sees him. <laughs> And we haven't seen him the whole movie. No. So he's like a new guy. But then she's in a room by himself, by herself. And that's when she says something like, um, now I'm alone with my last friend in the world. Yeah. And we see yeah. him sitting in the corner. And then he just turns into a ghost slowly, kind of just into the thing. Yeah, because yeah. she's literally saying, now I found like my happiness, basically. I think that's what that's what the quote was. She's like, now I found like my happiness or something. Yeah. And so has she escaped or not? That's what I'm, I don't know, because they are know. going to South America to look for other survivors, too. Because that's what he tells her. Okay. Like as they're on the boat, he's like, okay. he's like, we'll try South America because we still get broadcasts from there or something like that. Hmm. But I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what that's supposed to. Did Bird Box rip this off? Did what? Did Bird, Bird Box? Oh, probably. Off. I haven't yeah, seen Bird like, Box. So. Honestly, I, I was thinking about that. Like, this kind of sounds a little like Bird Box, but that's kind of <laughs> insulting to Pulse, to be honest. Like, that is. We should we should have a double feature with a Bird Box. Oh so. god, I've no. forgotten completely about Bird Box because I've watched that movie. Oh, I don't remember anything that happens yeah, except yeah. for that scene with her just like. Looking around blindfolded because that's always. I remember when they were in the house, at the kind of the beginning. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's stop talking about. Bird yeah, let's stop. It's about not Bird worth Box. the discussion. The but episode. I mean, just to close out, like, uh, which one? What? Which one do you like more of these two, Blake? So originally, I definitely liked Audition more than Pulse. I like both of these are two of my favorite J Wars, but on a rewatch, I do actually like Pulse more. Um, and I think it's because, just of how effective it is at being scary. And, like well it's that and it's just got a lot of deep it's got a lot of deep stuff it's trying to say with this it's not even like you said it's not like I think I think it was you that said this Luke it's not like there's not one central plot we're following we're just kind of like yeah. seeing these people's descent into madness definitely and, or not into madness but just like seeing them losing themselves kind mm-hmm. of you know yeah. well maybe like in the mouth of madness I don't know mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> yeah. but I just like I just like that part of it and how it's Paired with being like the scariest movie basically I've ever seen because it is honestly like the horror directors need to watch Kiyoshi Kurosawa just in terms of like yeah. how to build an atmosphere because yeah. it's amazing. But I love both of these movies because they do tackle something that is important and that humans are losing and that the ability to like connect to each other and at least in Pulse it's because of the internet and that's what he's trying to say yeah. and in um, audition it's like just kind of how we go about it like because audition like he's, he's not specifically using that as a dating app but that's definitely a dating app like audition like that's what okay. dating apps are is an mm-hmm. audition basically i, like I don't know so okay. i do like both these like i love both these movies a lot what about you guys though no i'm glad we did it dude i really yeah. liked it I, I love pulls honestly i think i'm dead i definitely liked audition quite a lot too um but I think I'll I'll probably like audition even more when I rewatch it. No, I did too. I like both of them a lot more whenever I rewatched them again. Plus, so, I mean, yeah. Pulse does just feel like there are certain movies where even if you, I mean, this could be from any era. When you watch it now, you're like, for some reason, this felt like it was made for to our era, like yes, right now, you know, in 2022. Yeah. And Pulse really yes. feels like that. Like it does. I mean, because this was even before social media. It was. You know, it so was. I mean, it was the obviously dawn the internet always always had some form of social media. Yeah. That's what the internet was. It was the know, dawn of the internet age. But I mean, like, literally. it really exploded with that kind of where yeah. like. Because the internet for a long time, even the early 2000s stuff, was 
even for only certain nerdy people and stuff that yeah. you know, really wanted to have those kind of groups. But now it's everyone. Literally everyone has some kind of social media account, yes. basically, right? Yes, we're all literally losing it. Or we're all like, uh, we're all literally making ourselves live forever. And it, we're we're kinda, accomplishing what the ghosts I mean, want. And it's so crazy this is 2001, because like, yes. people must have thought he was crazy even then. Like, oh, really? Maybe. Everyone's going to have the internet? Like, everyone's yeah. going to be yeah. using it? Even old people and stuff? Like, like everyone? Everyone. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I like. That's why I like the apocalyptic ending because that's at least what it shows in my opinion. Is like it has infected the world yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess we can get on to what we're gonna be doing next week. It's gonna be the end of our horror month next week, and I was having trouble honestly choosing what exactly I wanted to do, so I decided we were going to do Panos Cosmatos because he is one of the directors that also got me into the horror genre Modern. whenever I was first. Uh, and he's probably. You know, a modern horror director. Yeah, he is. We need to do one of those. <laughs> the, the problem with him is, um, he only has like two fucking movies, he two so movies. he doesn't. Hey, he doesn't it works, like it a... works for the episode. Though. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works for us. What do you mean? Saying... Panos Cosmato series. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. Uh, I'm just saying. This man is way more talented. I wish he would make more movies, but you know, we can't. We can't. And have there are big anything. gaps between the movies yeah. too. In time. They are. I mean, it was literally he made eight just, years he made, from Beyond he, the Black. He made these two just for this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. No, we should call him. See if he wants to be on the podcast. No, we're boys, you know. But if you don't know, the two movies we're talking about: Beyond the Black Rainbow and Mandy. Um, so until then, I thank you for joining us, and I hope to see you floating through the clouds. Mm-hmm.